This show may contain naughty language and explicit content. You have been warned. Welcome to Facehammer, an Age of Sigmar podcast. Bringing you product reviews, news from the UK tournament scene, as well as some pro hobby tips. So stay tuned and get ready for some hammer to your face. Welcome to Facehammer episode 36. It's me, Russ the Faceville, and I'm joined by... Terry, check out my gains, Pike, and Les, whatever, Martin. <laughs> yeah, that'll do. Yeah, <laughs> better there than you what you said in the practice run. Yeah, yeah. well, you know, you, you lot are getting a bit precious about your names. Let's <laughs> find just like some standard things I can call you. Um, so That's it's good. only it's not even been a week since the last show. It's been a week about that. Hasn't no, we it? recorded last Sunday, didn't we? Yeah, I oh, think so. We're, we're so prolific. I know. We're like, <laughs> we're just swamping you with content right now. We're fucking back on the edge now, head of the curve. I've never been ahead of the curve. No. Um, <laughs> um, right, okay, so this show, um, we are going to talk about uh, the Cheltenham War Chief one day um, and our tomorrow's burns lists that we're taking at the weekend uh, and our prep for that, which involves. Sort of planning our drinking as well, I think. <laughs> I put more effort into my drinking and clothing plans than the I clothing guess. plan. Was <laughs> like Amazing. We'll, we'll more on that later. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, so I think we should. We haven't done it for a while. Let's just talk about new releases. Ooh, there you go. So there's been quite a bit. Um, obviously, Zinch come out, and we haven't really talked about it. But we'll move along from there. There's been another battle tome, hasn't there, Les? There has. There is a, a book, the a Stormcast Atoll book that came out that I missed the limited edition on, which I was really sad about. Yeah, that was yeah. that was pretty upsetting. It sold up pretty quickly, didn't it? I mean it was quite like, cheap. Two seconds or something stupid. Well they're like literally four seconds or something retarded. <laughs> it was, was ridiculous. Like that, yeah. It was like I finished my game at like Partners in Chaos, went on my phone to order it and was like, what? I think the problem is normally limited edition books hang around for a day and a half. Yeah. But this one wasn't like a hundred pounds. It was like fifty quid, wasn't it? No, it was, yeah, it was like fifteen pounds more than yeah. the standard one and like you get a set of prayer cards with it and it looks like really legit. It's um sort of like when we saw it and uh, when we were at the um obviously the thing that we did in Yeah, up in, in up in Warhammer World, up in the Warhammer. design studio, we saw it, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, and it was really nice. It's like got a sort of like a you know like when you get a really nice book and it's almost got like a velvety feel to the the, the, the cover, and it was all magnetic and stuff. It's like a soft touch cover, isn't it? So yeah, it's, it's, I I fell in love with it. I was like properly properly gutted when I couldn't get one. Well, you didn't plan that out very well, did you? If you loved well, it, you should, you should have been ready to buy yeah, it. Yeah, but you don't expect it to sell out like in the first yeah. like three or four minutes. Yeah, it's like but by the time we, I'd finished the first game of Partners in Chaos, I think it was like I'd gone online 15 or 20 minutes afterwards and it was gone. Um, yeah. Which just never happens, like it's unheard of, really. Well, it has, and, and since the end times, at least. Yeah, I think the end times was ridiculous, wasn't it? With that, so. But even the limited edition ones didn't sell out straight away, did they? Um, no, I think it was just the standards, wasn't it? Like, yeah. The end- but but yeah, no, I mean it is a bargain for for what you're getting, and you know promptly saw about six of them on eBay for like a winner, which is just makes my blood boil. 
give it give it a couple a couple months, mate, and they'll drop down, and there'll be someone selling it for about fifty quid, and you'll just buy one. You'll be fine. Yeah. Um, so also with the Stormcast Eternals book, there came some new miniatures, wasn't there? Yeah, um, some pretty awesome miniatures actually. When you um, when you look at how dynamic they are, I mean, I'm talking about the Paladors, sort of like the Vanguard Paladors. Have you built any of these yet? Yeah, they nearly broke me when I built. <laughs> I built so so far. I've built an Aquilor, three Paladors, and ten uh, Hunters, um, and the Paladors took me about the same amount of time it would take me to paint you know a drakoff it was oh, really? ridiculous they're, they're really really complex models but they they go together so well that you know it, it minimal green stuff to to hide some of the joins um and they just look amazing and when you've got them assembled um, and and sort of like undercoated because obviously we do like the xenoph highlights so you've got on black and then spray white from above you can really see like the definition of the, the model um it's it, just amazing um they also come apart like well, as in like you can build them in really nice sub assemblies so you don't have to put the riders on because like their legs are uh, their legs attached to the 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 char- griff charger and then you can keep sort of like the dude with his cloak off so you can paint them in sub assemblies so you can really get into sort of like painting the the the, the Griff Charger quite well. So are they like the um, Fulminators where the, the like the knee like the thighs and the like the knee joints are where they join to the the, the sort what? of the the bottom half of the legs are on the on the actual beast but the actual uh thighs on, and on upwards are off. Well on some of them though, like there's one of them when you put it together, I'm just getting it in front of me now. Um on sort of like one of the models you sort of like you need to glue sort of like the left leg, sort of like from the knee down to the actual um sort of like the saddle. Right. Okay. Um but the the other two um, are you, you don't even have to sort of like stick the legs on. Um, uh, okay. Of, so they're 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 almost like a classic sort of like what you find like a classic Warhammer cavalry model. Yeah. Um, the Aquilor, however, um, is sort of like his legs are more like like almost like his hips um, sort of fit on the saddle. Um, so yeah. you you can't really do that with him. Um, so he he's a different cat the fish really. Um, I haven't built those yet. I'm I'm was looking forward to it, but I think you've put me off. <laughs> no, they they are amazing. Like they look, look incredible when you've got them together and stuff. They're just so dynamic, but they do take a lot of time, especially sort of like to the level that we assemble. I mean, like some people yeah. might be rolling their eyes going like, "What it took me like ten minutes?" But like with cleaning up mold lines, making sure that everything's it would take me sort a day to build that. I reckon. Perfectly. I sand them off as well. I sand all my plastic models like yeah. with like fine Tamiya paper. Like to yeah. get the finish, and I don't know. Well, maybe we're just a little bit too obsessive about it. I think you just take care, don't we? Well, we, we just take care in what we, we. I mean, that's what half of my problem with the Silver Army was. Like when if you, oh god, of, just the four clean up dryads. Just I just want to, yeah. I just want to stab my eyes. Well, like the four tree lords and stuff I've done. They just, yeah. you know, I'll um, punch myself in the face. <laughs> some people love assembly. It's probably. I actually, for me, bizarrely, I say I hate it, but actually I've done more assembly than anything else, really. Which kind of makes sense, because you're not going to paint more models than you build, unless you're Byron and you're buying, getting Terry to do it for you. Yeah. Um, I was say, I love building models. Yeah, because yeah. you're getting... <laughs> money, money! Money, um, money, money! So you've also put together some Vanguard Hunters, haven't you, Les? Yeah, no, I put, uh, I put ten of those guys together. Um, really, really nice kits. Um, I think... For me, they're going to be a staple part of like my Stormcast army, sort of like going forward, just because they're nice. So I want to include them in the army, and you know, I'm 
just the cloaks add something to the models that we, you know, perhaps the Stormcast Liberators were lacking a little bit. But I was yeah. thinking if you were doing Astral Templars, how cool it would be to make every single model out of those bodies. Yeah. Like, get those bodies and put, like, Judicator arms on and Liberator arms. And, I've seen yeah. someone do that on Twitter. It looks amazing. With, and you could with use the, Space Wolf heads and... With the, the, the gun arm, like, you know, with the bolt, the, the bolt storm pistol arm, you could almost just put, like, a Liberator shield on it, and then, like, they've got swords and hammers and axes, and they've always got, like, this they're, they're sort of, like, the gun, gun arms always up in the air, or, like, at a weird angle, so that it'd make it look like they're doing something a bit different with the shields instead of just, like, this is my shield. Is in front. I'm assuming, like, the arms are just interchangeable, though. Like the... Yeah, I think, I think you probably have to do a little bit of work, but I think you could probably get away with it. Um. Now I've had the pleasure of building some Vanguard Raptors and Aether Wings. Um, these were I'm... just fine to build; like they actually quite a simple kit, just like building any other Stormcast thing. But I think because you only get like three guys and three birds, it, it's like you go, "I've built like two units," and it doesn't feel like a lot. Um, but they're pretty cool. I I really like them. Um, I've still not looked at mine yet. I've got mine in boxes still, um, just because of you know everything that we've got going on with the you know with the next two events and stuff. So they're on my list of things to put together, but I've just not got around to doing it yet. But I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, the birds, the birds are really cool. I think one of them's got his like talons out, and it's a really nice model. But the claws are quite uh, delicate. But the the mold lines are basically non-existent, so you can get around it that way. But that was all cool, cool. Um, new silver tower. Um, yeah, we got sent a copy of that. I haven't actually looked at it really, um, but it looks a lot more classic, like classic kind of, uh, you know, um, more like a dungeon Warhammer or quest like... than uh, yeah. than Silver Tower was kind of a little bit out there, wasn't it? It was, uh, it was, it was pretty cool, but it was it was kind of a little bit, a little bit out there. And uh, the new sort of Warhammer quest box set is, uh, I think it's called like what's it called, Hammer Four or something. Shadows over Hammerhall or That's something. The one. Like yeah, um, um, it's pretty cool. Um, it looks awesome. Like when we had a nose it when I was at your race the other week, it looked pretty cool. Um, again, it's something that I think you'll end up playing with your mates when you get a chance to put it together, just because it's got like different models. And it's nice to have the the Blood Kings, but you've already got them already assembled, haven't you? See after, yeah. I think one of the things for me that was a big big plus point was um, it gives you the option to play a classic like dungeon master and like party game. Oh, cool! So it's got like the additional rules for that because I wondered why when you ordered it they gave you a GM screen. I was like, why do you need a GM screen? Yeah. So I think that could add a bit of depth to the game. That uh, in fact, Silver Tower was lacking a little bit because the I'll use the word AI because it's not really AI. Um, wasn't like could be a little bit like well it was felt a little bit easy in places so maybe you could make it harder just by having a human opponent basically so um, I te- attempted to try that out but it's always difficult games like that when you've got one person who's like being ganged up on almost so um, we've had a couple of incidents when we've played Descent and things like that with uh, the dungeon master being kind of uh, ganged up on and when the party starts to lose they they got a little bit upset, but oh. you know. <laughs> um, you're playing it, Russ is the dungeon. Yeah, player. I know they, I, I know they get annoyed with you, don't they? They call you the fun sponge <laughs> sometimes. Um, but the uh, I think the fact they didn't really like the fact dragons were sitting in doorways blocking blocking exits and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, yeah, doing other dastardly things. But then here you go. Um, so also, there's been a little sneak peek come out this week, hasn't there? Yes. 
So should we do the boring? Well, I say boring. It's not really boring, but should we do the kind of more, more sort of typical one? Yeah. Which is uh, Battle Tome Corn. Can't wait. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. Get all that blood bound and all my corn on the table. Because it was the plan to build a mono corn army this year, so that lines up nicely. I can crack on with that now. Did do you mean all my corn stuff, or are you? Uh... <laughs> I've got my own, but I'll, I'll have to use yours for a little bit. Maybe. Oh, this God. is why we should have a paint scores at events, because then it stops Toad boring Russ's army. It means he has to make his own. Shut up! I got borrow your army. <laughs> 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 I'm going to paint all my stormcast quickly. Come on. Because uh, I'm doing other things. Uh, Blades okay. of Corn, uh, the yeah. battle tome, which is uh, pretty cool. Um, yeah. There's mention of it on the community website. Um, so are you careful what I say it? Um, so, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, yeah. It says in here, new prayers. Uh, so one of the things they mention on the community site is... Uh, Magic weapons, uh, battalions, command traits, and prayers, and in brackets, good news for slaughter priests. So, uh, yeah, I can confirm it is good news for people who have painted a couple slaughter priests. A bit like those Stormcast players that had a couple relictors, I imagine, when the, yeah. uh, the Stormcast book hit. Um, now, probably the most exciting news um, for some, and probably <laughs> the the kind of some people kind of looking at going eh. Is the um, Caradron Overlords? Yeah, so, I, I I love these models. I know, like I know, like they're, they're they're almost like a little bit marmite with the internet. But um, I, I kind of fell in love with them when we saw them like in December. And you, I think it's even if you look at the community team blog post, you can see me sort of like with my my mind blown um, looking at the models um, in the book when we we, we saw it and stuff and. Yeah, I just I think that it is a completely new aesthetic for what you'd class as like a, a you know a fantasy dwarf, and they're making they're sort of like steampunk sort of sky pirates. I just yeah, I, I just think they're great. It's going to be a really nice addition to sort of like my ongoing collection of order stuff, right? So yeah, yeah. I mean, if you've the like the ship models are really cool. They're like yeah. I really like them. They kind of got like a very obviously nautical, but they're um a bit sort of it's a bit like uh kind of got like a bioshock-esque feel to it yeah. so lots of round shapes and uh you know those kind of like almost like it is it, just quite a nice design aesthetic i think yeah. um from the the sort of got to be again i gotta be careful what i say it. um yeah. the <laughs> uh, from the community site um there's obviously pictures of all the models so we'll link yeah. that in the show notes if you haven't seen it but I don't imagine anyone listening to this hasn't seen any of this. Um, so there's some really cool stuff, but also they've got some little hints and tips about them. So you've got like a little video, which is quite cool. Have you guys watched that? Um, I've not watched the video. I, no. I, I kind of I've been looking at some of the. I've, I've not seen the video. I've seen a couple of the pictures that Johnson's tweeted, and like some of my favourite bits of artwork and stuff from the uh, from the book. But yeah, no, I, I know there is a video, but just not watched it really. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of uh, kind of smoke effects and. Uh, golden light and uh, i won't allude to that because you'll find out when you read more of the fluff um so what i would say is they've got this uh they sort of hint that they're they're guided by their code and uh they've been hidden from the forces of the dark gods and they they thrived in the air basically they they took off and they've they've lived all the way through the age of chaos and now that they're coming back because obviously it's a little bit more 
more open for people yeah. like that to trade and move and stuff like that. So some really cool stuff. Um, I think we'll hear more on them later when we when obviously they've the books hit um, and we've seen some on the table, which will be exciting. But April should be quite an exciting month because that's when they're out. Um, no flesh on these models either. No, which is so, cool. I like I like the sort of like the steampunk roboticness to them. So yeah, for me, I'm a little bit disappointed at that because one of my f- like old time kind of favorite, like with dwarfs, I really like the skin, the the hair, and the armor, like the the actual the three different textures. Yeah. Um, so with them going all like armor and a bit of cloth, it, it I don't know. I look at some of the models and I think I don't know how how much I'd enjoy painting all metallics all the time. Like for me, <clears throat> most of them are really cool. The ships look amazing, but the dude floating with the mustache and the top hat and the chainsaw on like the weird balloon backpack thing. I don't know yeah. what you mean. He's awesome. I I just don't like that model at all. I don't get it. I don't understand what it how it fits into anything. It just doesn't look like it belongs to well, the rest of the stuff. They're making their own IP up, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. But the so, other stuff looks a lot different to that one thing that's almost like a bit more extreme than all the other things which but, actually go together really nicely. But surely that's just the same as like the like any sort of like leader model being sort of like dialed up to a level. I know, but it's got a chainsaw. Yeah, but, it's, okay. but then there's another one with like an aphomatic rifle or something that it said in one of the pictures, which is like six guns strapped together. Yeah. You know. This one guy with, like, ball on a stick. I don't know. He's, like, examining his, like, glowing ball on this, like, this, like, telescopic arm. But I I don't know. I think it's weird. I think it's zany. I think some people will really get a kick out of it. So we'll see. It would be interesting to see the models painted, like, an actual colour scheme. As in, like, with red plates of armour or blue. Not just all metallics. I think they'll look really good. Yeah. I think it's, like, the same with Stormcast. Yeah, I think what I'm probably going to do with mine is that the there's like a, a cream and what purple. You're going to do with yours? This is, this is, Les is, is going to collect these, is he? I'm going to collect them, yeah. Okay, sucker for order. I know, can't do anything else. Can't, just do order all the time. It's all one army then, right? Yes, yeah, basically. Uh, yeah, but I figured I'd do mine more sort of like cream and purple with like gold and, and brass as sort of an accent-y colour. Sounds like a high off army I've seen. Primarily. Yeah, I'm just gonna copy Russ. Russ, give me this scheme for your hiles. Yeah, sure. You know, you know the studio ones are cream and purple and brass and silver. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but they're mostly brass and silver. It's yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, well, I think we'll, we'll be interested to see that. I'd be, I'd like to see what you do with the paint scheme anyway, because um, they're always like it's always difficult when you see photos of them and then when you see the actual models and you see some different color schemes. Um, yeah. They really come to life, but. Um, yeah, let's uh, move on as we've uh, we've sort of covered all the new stuff. So um, our main segment then. So we went to the Cheltenham War Chiefs one day, didn't we? Yes. Did it have an appropriately Warhammer esque name? I can't remember. I think it was Warpath, wasn't it? Was Warpath. it Warpath? There you go. It, well, it did have yep. a name. Um, yeah. I should really know that, shouldn't I? Well, we should all know. We all went. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So this event, just quickly, was a South Coast GT warm-up event um, held in the Cheltenham War Chief Club on a Saturday, free games, um, lunch provided, uh, actually, we'll talk more good about the event. Good lunch as well. Yeah, it was good. 
yeah. we'll talk more about it at the end. But um, you know, they had like a tuck shop. There's some good price support for a one day. It was really, really good. To be honest, it wasn't just going to hall and play games. There was a little bit more effort put into it. The trophies were really cool. Um, there was like custom range rulers and wound markers and dice and like turn dice that, that you could buy. There was like a tuck shop of all sweets and crisps and donuts. You could make your own tea and coffee. Um, you know, it BYOB if you wanted to drink. Um, yeah, I only saw one beer the entire day. <laughs> Johnny gave me a beer in the last round. Um, I think a lot of people, because it's a one day, are driving, aren't they? So yeah, just not no one's really drinking. Um, so it was three games. The scenario, first three scenarios in the South Coast GT pack. Uh, first time I'd played them, um, first time I'd really seen people playing them, so I was very interested to know what the feedback was going to be like. Um, so list-wise, so Terry, what did you take and how much effort did you put into thinking about the event and what you took or, you know, what did you do? I took the same list I took to Sheffield, so the mixture of Bloodbound, the Skaven and the Bloodlers. I took the same list because I just wanted to have a little play around with it and see what the scenarios were like. I knew the list wasn't going to be great for those scenarios, but I just wanted to see why. So that now I know what's you know wrong with it, I can plan for um, South Coast. But, I mean, with the corn book being announced, I might be taking something completely different if that's out in time. So Yeah, well, I imagine I that'll to... be out like shortly. So I imagine it'll yeah. be live for South Coast. I mean, even Is... if the Do we know which one's out, coming first? The corn, I believe. Pawn before them, uh, yeah, that'd be cool yeah. then. So that should be out in time. So I probably might might take a full Bloodbound army if someone can lend me one. Oh yeah, let's see. Don't know who's got one. Go on. Yeah, not one going for free. Who's not playing? Oh, maybe that's one. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, the same, basically the same sort of stuff. Um, and I was surprised how it didn't really work in the scenarios. Um, it it works really nicely in the handbook scenarios, but the list just doesn't really work in the um, in the Silver Tower, especially. It didn't really didn't really work in that one. Um, and the first one where you have to have the leaders to push the Stormfront, it didn't again. It was just a bit. I had a lot of characters, but they weren't very hard to kill. So um, I need to you know go back to the drawing board with that one. Um, but you don't really doesn't matter if they die, does it? Because you switch them on. I know, but if you want to get the major win, you've got to take all four at the same time, haven't you? Or so, push the Stormfront three times, basically. Yeah, but then if if you've got no heroes left to push it, you 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 know you've just got to defend yours and hope they don't push it back into your deployment. Yeah, then you're just sort of playing for a minor um, at that point. I think it's there. It's there to reward people who take like combat survivable heroes that that they want to push across, but. You know, yeah. and not and punish those that take loads of like buffy weak heroes that just sit at the back. So, yeah, so that's why I need to rethink the list, and yeah, I might have to pop the great and clean one out again and fly yeah, him yeah. forwards or something. Good. Like he'd be quite good in that because he's quite tanky. Pop a mystic shield on him, check him up there. So you're taking blades of corn. Why don't you take him blood first? Yeah, I've got one. Well, it, that's what I mean. It, if it's out in time and I get to have a look, um, you know, I don't know. It, what, what's you know coming at all? Is there you know we haven't seen any new models yet? So they've maybe confirmed there's... on the community site no new models. Oh, there's none. Uh, no, it says uh, there are okay. no new models. To be honest, they've got a lot of models for the they existing do. range. I mean, let's say maybe they've also all the corn demons. 
Yeah, yeah, maybe they've done what they did with like the Flesh Eater course, where they've just like added new War Scrolls to existing kits or changed. I mean, I'm sure they've added and changed rules to stuff, like they did with Zinch book, didn't they? They gave the Lord of Change a completely different. Oh, they would have changed some rules, and... I imagine, but I don't think there'll be. There's not going to be like a new unit or. Because yeah. they've already done all that for corn, you know, in Age yeah, of true. with the Bloodbound. Maybe you know? they might make the blood firsts better. They might give them more wounds, make them Who knows? You know, better character of in some way. Like they did with the Lord of Change, it makes sense to buff them up as well. Um but yeah, maybe maybe get a blood first around, it'll be quite interesting. Or some corn demon princes, they might be quite um paint like brand. Uh, I think just an all blood first will probably be better. But dunno, we'll see. See yeah, what happens. We'll, we'll see. So, in terms of like the other scenarios in Silver Tower, you said that your list didn't really work. What was it lacking um, that you units felt... that you can throw away? Okay, so I needed loads of blood reavers or chaff, like that. I could, you know, blue horrors, brimstone horrors, just units that you don't care if the tower kills them. Because mm. I do don't you... want to put two hundred points of blood warriors in the building, don't really and then the building move the and kill them all. But if you want to score big. You you need to get in there, don't you? But then does it matter if the unit dies if you score like three points? Any day they die, then die. You're like okay. Yeah, but then if it jumps back over to their side of the board, and then they score big, you've you've lost a unit but for nothing. If well, you position three units on the three objectives, so just people listening, yeah. there's three objectives. There's one that on the board, the markers. There's only one tower. The tower moves every battle round, and you can garrison it by being within six in your movement phase and um the whole unit then you go right there entering the building a bit like the skull um skull keep rules um yeah. or you can have the most models within six to score you score one point for having the most models within six you score the battle round points if you've got a unit in it if the tower moves when you're in it on a four up the unit is lost so you take it off and you don't have it and you can't use stuff like splitting into horror units or any of the rules when they die they're just gone you've lost them they've been lost in the in the tower somewhere um for me what i think probably people don't realize is that you can only go in the tower if there's no enemy within free of it because as soon as you go in the tower you, the tower becomes your footprint and you can't go within free of an enemy unit unless you're charging yeah, see, we, we played that completely wrong because neither of us should have been able to enter the tower really at any point because there were always more models knocking around. Because yeah. if there's an enemy model within three of the base of the tower, then you can't, you can't garrison yeah. it because your unit moves within three of the enemy when you do it. And That's it's interesting. The, it's the <laughs> I same... actually won my game then. <laughs> well, I Never can mind. say this is why we do practice events, right? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the same with... Um, so you can put three units near the objectives in the middle, and then if the tower moves, then they can't enter it anyway. And then you could just try and clear one of the sides off, and if the tower moves there, you can just jump in it, score points. And if the tower moves and you die, you die, and you just go, well, okay, there, fair enough. But I score yeah. points. And it's quite hard, I think, for somebody to garrison the tower. The idea is that if you let them garrison it, you're probably going to lose. So it's, um, you know, that... It, it's designed as well that the late game is the most important time to be able to clear people off and get in. So uh, I had a lot of good feedback about the scenario. So, uh, but you... I, I liked the scenario. Um, my list just didn't work for it. Um, I need lots of. I need more units because if it yeah. comes down to number of models, you just need more models. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And if if that's like you know forty brimstone horrors, just that you can you know summon into or around it, 
I mean, we did talk about the summoning into the tower. That was something you were you were going to look at um, tweaking, was it? Or yeah, I think so because it says that technically it says you can set up in the tower. Yeah, uh, but I don't really want people summoning into the tower, so I'm probably going to FAQ that. Well, yeah, because Stormcast can deploy into it, can't they? Yeah, because you just they roll set a up. dice, free up the yeah. liberators, jump straight into it. So I'm yeah. not really happy with that. Um, so I think I need to change the rules um, yeah. for that. Just put a note and say you can't summon um, into the tower. Or use any teleport rules. I mean, you Basically, can have you like a set up in teleport tower. into it. Yeah, but you, yeah. I just need to say, put a thing, you can't set up. But then maybe it's a valid tactic, and the reason you've got those units and those armies is to yeah. do that, you know. So it's a difficult one. Um, yeah, I, I like the idea make... of having to move into it. But even it if you're in the tower, tactic. you can just charge and kill them, right? So yeah, yeah, because it's not hard to get rid of the unit that you might summon to a tower. Well, no, that's what I did in my game. There was ten blue horrors in it, and I just charged it with twenty blood warriors and a lord of corn on the juggernaut. Yeah, and you kill the unit, then you score because you've got the most models around it anyway. Yeah. Then they can't enter it, and then next turn, if you clear off whatever's near it, you can enter it again. So you get yeah. like a double turn. So maybe I'll just leave it. Maybe I'll just say it's fine. Yeah. I don't really want to add more rules because it, it's quite a it's quite a wordy scenario anyway. But um, yeah. So you just thought more units of cheap stuff. More units, yeah. Um, Otherwise, the rest of the list works. It's, you've still got the combos and all the cool bits in it. So, um, summoning pool. Did you think you should have one? I'd love to get a Gaunt Summoner and a Bear Wind in there. Just but for the in some scenarios you could use that summoning pool to summon like cheap blue horrors. Cheap yeah. units and can you can't summon them, can you? Or blue horrors. Hmm. Um, you can only summon pink and you only get blue from the splitting. I thought you could summon blue as well. I'll have to double check on that. Um either way, it, there's other things to summon. You know, you could summon ten plague bearers into it. They're, they're pretty survivable, so yeah. And the um, just finally last scenario, which was the um, what, with just the general scoring two and Tactic, anyone else. Yeah, one this this felt control. like a bit like taken hold. Yeah, but a different angle, obviously, because it's corner to corner instead of center to center. Um, this I had a perfect matchup in this one. I was against Sylvaneth and. They have to obviously put their tree lord on the objective, and the tree lord doesn't have a mortal wound save. And I have two warp lightning cannons, thirty blood letters, and three storm fiends with warp fires. Mm. That's enough mortal wound output to just kill it whenever I want to. Just fly. You just throw the storm fiends away. Who, fly who was your general though? The corn lord on the juggernaut. Did you not have enough Sylvaneth bows just to shoot him out? I had a two-up save, sat in the wood, and the extra five-up save talisman against order. Okay. So, so to get rid of. Yeah, and I was like, well, I cast Mystic Shield on myself as well, so I've got one up save, so then that takes away any rend, and then you've got a two up save, and then if they try and cast spells on you, you've got the four up against the spells as well. Mm. So it, you know, and while while he's trying to shoot that, he's got to deal with thirty bloodletters flying into his face. So just, there's too many targets to pick from. Yeah, like you've got to kill the warp lightning cannons. You've got to kill the storm fiends. You've got to kill the buffing characters. Good against Sylvaneth, though, right? Oh, it's brilliant against Sylvaneth. Yeah, because yeah. they they can't deal with the mortal wound output because they just don't have any saves against it. Yeah, and when they when their general has to go stand on the objective, it's not hard to fly a warp lightning cannon forward and just shoot at him a few times. So yeah, I wasn't sure whether I need to change that scenario, but I I don't know. I, I don't know. Like if you've got a really tanky hero. 
and there's a piece of terrain nearby and you've got Mystic Shield, it just feels like you just can't shift that hero. But you yeah, can't it's... attack theirs with your general, can you? Because he sat. No. But like, if you've got a, I don't know, say like I had the perfect one for that. It was a hundred and forty point general who was really hard to kill. They've got a four five hundred point choppy combat character that they have to sit at the back of the board. Yep. So, I, I guess it's all in list design, though, isn't it? You've got yeah. to know that in that scenario, if you get a bad matchup, it's going to be really hard. Yeah, I mean. There's... Some good matchups for Sylvaneth in that in that sort of scenario because most things aren't like if you're savvy you'll put a wood down near the objective, you know you're yeah. going to go and fight the tree lord for a wood. You know, imagine playing Iron Jaws in that with a Sylvaneth list. You'd just be like, yeah, go on then. Do yeah, what the, the you, Iron Jaw player would gonna, be like. Yeah, I'm going to stand there. Sit here. And yeah, I'm use it to attack you. So, yeah, here comes my Durfu through a forest onto your objective. I'm just going to sit in this wood now. And just yeah. kill all your stuff around your objective. You know, well, it's, you're, you're rend one. <laughs> it's going to be matchup dependent, I think. Again, same as everything. I think if you've got a lot of mortal wounds, but then, like, I mean, that's the same for every game, though, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's like if you throw enough mortal wounds at something, it kills it. Yeah, it's exactly. I think I think it's fine. But um, yeah, you fine. you um, did all right, Terry, did you? I mean, was um, you I got a minor win, which could have been a major win um but we had some rules played wrong um my opponent didn't realize judicators are only 24 inch range and he's been playing it for 30 <laughs> inch range for possibly six months or so and he dropped down the a for not the a for force the um hammer strike force without actually rolling right okay he didn't he didn't realize he got that wrong he didn't realize that you couldn't um you have to if you set out the prosecutors you still have to roll the three plus yeah, yeah, because they, the they're using the army rule. Yeah, not, it's not a... they deploy with the scions' ability, but then the paladins don't because then yeah. they come down next. To the... But I, you know, if he hadn't rolled that, he, you know, he may have been really far away and not got any charges in. But the but... fact that he was three inches away with all his paladins was, you know, yeah, but, but... not that turn. Maybe next turn he'll be down. But you know, it's. Um... But then it gives me a turn to do something. Um, but yeah, um, the second game, having just heard that the Silver Tower bit we played wrong, um, I was actually up the whole game on points. Um, and in the last turn, the unit that moved into the tower shouldn't have actually been able to move into the tower because my unit was nearby. So we didn't realise that. So that's our both. We both played it the wrong way. So yeah. you know. But having known that now, I could have actually won that game as a major victory, which is a bit annoying. Um, so I got a minor win, a major loss, and then a major win. Um, so I you know, didn't really finish anywhere, but it was, you know, just just like testing out the scenario. So good experience um, for South Coast, though. Yeah, definitely. Um, just on those three um, scenarios, I, I know that a lot needs to change. So cool. Um, right, we'll need to play at... some more practice games. When so we I've got do to try and get some in. When we do the South Coast show, we'll we'll see go through your list and why you've changed it and what you've taken. Yeah. Um, so Les, what did you do with your list then? Um, I took Sylvaneth uh, again. That was like a choice that I've kind of decided after talking to you after Sheffield. I'm going to take Sylvaneth for the next couple of uh, events just because I've played so much with them lately. I think if I switch back to the Stormcast now, I'm going to hamper myself um, with regards to the game in front. Not that I'm using them, so you're not allowed. Um, and, and you're using them, yeah. yeah. The next couple of months, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, so, just as long um, as you know, it's fine. All right, yeah. We had the discussion. It's all right. 
<laughs> the, um, so yeah, my list pretty much the the standard Chris Tomlin build, but I uh, I changed it up a little bit. So by the Chris Tomlin build, I mean the uh, null route that I've been taking for the last sort of six months. Um, so, but what I've done this time? So basically, is, you mean the Les Martin build? <laughs> yeah, the Les Martin build. We have Chris, Chris is referring to it as the Chris Tomlin build, so I'm going to refer it to the Chris Tomlin. Build, so right. and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about this new list and then he can start talking about that as the Chris Tomlin build as well um, Ooh, so okay. um, controversial. essentially controversial it's alright he loves it um, the, I've, what I've done with the, the, this standard the, the list is I've took my standard sort of like Naru build with Durathu and stuff like that and I've just removed a few key pieces and put a few different bits in just because I played a couple of games and I felt that it's lacking in certain areas so like the, the biggest thing that I've removed is I've actually took Dirthu out of the list um, which has freed up 400 points and I've also took a um, the free spirit battalion out because you can't use it without Dirthu um, what that's allowed me to do is uh, put Dreitcher in which you know we'll get to in a second why I put Dreitcher in and, and another unit of uh, bow hunters so essentially it's a tree lord ancient a branch witch two units of tree revs ten dryads six scythe hunters nine bow hunters uh androitia cool. plus like the knot formation um and the the household um and the reason i've put like, like dreitcher in the list is like a i painted the model and thought it was really cool um but i also think she's sort of like a little bit underused at the moment i think she she can really benefit the sylvaneth army because there's a lot of stuff in the current meta with like hordes and hordes and masses of one wound infantry out there. And, and I think Dreitcher taking the squirmlings instead of the flit furious that everyone takes, um, is sort of like a, a strong counter to that. And in like the practice games and the games at the weekend, you know, I've just, I've been blown away by how good the squirmlings are. Um, so what are the squirmlings for people who don't know Les? So so essentially um, what you've got is that Dreitcher picks a unit and then measures 10 inches and every model, for every model within 10 inches she rolls a dice um, and on a 3 up that, that they take a mortal wound. Um, if she is sad, um, which is like on a 4 plus at the start of the turn she gets to re-roll 1s. So you can really damage big units um i played carl breakspear in a in a game at my house recently and you know dreitcher only really got sort of like because he bunched up i think she only got like two inches because she was so far away um i only got sort of like get two inches worth of models but even then i was rolling like 20 dice and she was sad so it's 20 dice on threes they take more wounds re-rolling ones yeah yeah you know if you can get into like a horde of goblins, you know, yeah, move her. She's a nine inch move, so she's really fast as well. Get her sort of like uh, three inches away. You'll take off thirty goblins, I reckon. Or you're quite you'll, tanky as well, isn't she? Yeah, three up save. I mean, but yeah, she's, she's a, a bit. She's a wizard as well, so yeah, she the only thing I can't. Yeah, that's the that's the problem though. Is it you you find you put a mystic shield on her instead of the scythe hunters? Um, she does need it, I think, um, and she also needs to be babysit by sort of like babysat by five hunters, uh, the, the hunters, because she gets the reroll ones because she's only got yeah. ten wounds. So um, only. She, she, <laughs> only ten wounds. Um, also, when she's like six wounds, right? Yeah, 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 yeah only yeah. only ten um, wounds with free up save rerolling ones, which could be a two up with healing d six wounds a turn. Only. Yeah, I know. Shut up. <laughs> um, me, said the Silver Neff player. I know. Um, it's also, when she's angry, she can be quite 
quite aggressive. I mean, she doubles her attacks. I mean, yeah, she's hitting on fours, but if you're sat near damn terrain, you know, she's hitting on threes then, isn't she? So, because um, you take the damn terrain, then you heal her with regrow, and then you put her yeah, forwards. Exactly. Um, you know, um, 12 attacks, threes and threes, if you've got damned, or fours and threes without. Um, rend one, damage two, plus 2d6 attacks. You know, she, she does pump out quite yeah, a lot. She's, she's okay. Not, yeah, she's not amazing, she's not, but... Yeah. yeah, she's all right. What's with the... Um... What's with the Flit of Furies then? Uh, Flit of Furies um, are, I think it's, I never really looked at it because you hurt yourself, but um, I think you measure 18 inches from her, and then every every so like unit... 10 dice per unit, and on a 5 or a 6, unit. they take a wound or something? Oh, I think it's take, a 6. 6, take a more wound, but that also affects Sylvaneth units and herself, because she is within range of herself. Yeah. So I've never really taken it, and like, you know, the, the problem is, is that that one time you need to pop one six with ten dice, she won't do it. Whereas I think that you're real, like more reliably just going to go. Well, on a three up, you take a more wind from ten inches away from you. Yeah, I, I quite like the idea of it. I think I I quite like the flit of fury. If you're playing someone who's got loads of like buffing characters, yeah, it's a really, really nice. You know, you play someone like 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 a bloodbound army, for example, and you yeah. can clip like both the banners and like the bloodstoker and Saul and some units. It's like, it, I just think, yeah, she's going to take damage, but well, it's worth it. You know? Yeah. I, I, it's, I think the, for me, it's, it is good. And I've built my drive to have both models on them. So she's got squirmings and flip furies on the actual model. So I can switch between which ones I like, not necessarily, I wouldn't do it at an event, but I'd do it sort of like, you know, Flit of Fury is one event, Squirmland's next. Um, and, and yeah, I, I kind of get it, but I just feel that even with 10 dice, like I said, the one time you need it, you, you're not going to get it. And also, you, you, she sort of then becomes sort of, even she has to be like, it's like Dreitcher the Bomb then, isn't it? Like, you know, you throw her yeah. forward, and then she has to do that thing, and then she dies probably because you've stuck her in the middle of the army. Because for her to be like effective, she needs to be hitting lots of units. Whereas I think with with sort of like the squirmings, you, you use them more as like a scalpel rather than a shotgun and sort of like go, right, this is what I'm going to do is I'm going to push some hunters forwards. You know, for instance, against a, uh, no destruction, Muko list with the, the grots, you move Dreitcher forward, you try and batter that unit of grots with the shooting as much as you can, charge Dreitcher, they have to make a decision then whether or not they're going to put the fanatic out to Dreitcher. And if you're lucky, you've got the six side hunters babysitting her and then they can go into like the Thunder Tusk or the Frost Lord if they get the big charge off too. Um and use her to sort of like, you know, clear the bodies out of the way. Well that was the idea anyway. Um mm. behind and So you took her just to deal with that kind of list. Well that and I, I also I found her really good against stuff like Stormcast because even like Liberators. Liberators at the moment are sort of like Liberators are really good, Judicators are really good. And I mean there's only five models, but, you know, five dice rolling three eps, you're going to kill probably, what, D3 wounds, I reckon? Yeah, yeah, quite comfortable. You know, it's one, you know and it, it's just three more wounds. And when you're per- paying a premium for stuff with high armour, then it's a way of, like, punching through that. Um, and, yeah, I just felt like she was just really, really flexible. I wanted to use her for a little while. Um, cool. And also it gives me the opportunity to put more bows in the list, which is everyone loves the bows, right? Yeah, unless you're playing against them. Yeah, so um, again, three bows got redundancies then, haven't I? You know, the amount of, uh, they're sort of like the amount of times that these three bows have come good, whereas the two bows have let me down. It's just been amazing, you know. So how many units did you take of the bows? 
Um, I took um, three units of three, so like nine in total. Um, the, the reason being, uh, as well, is that I've just found them sort of like a little bit more consistent when you've got three units. Um, I know they're good anyway as like two units. Do you normally but only I, use two? I normally only use the two. Um, yeah. And with them hitting on fours and stuff, you, they have the, the opportunity to whiff. And the time that you really need them to sort of like, you know, get some wounds through, it. So, I mean, with it only being Ren 1 as well, um, you, you guarantee you'll be like, right, I've got two units, I really need to kill this character. You know, one unit will whiff, the next unit will get, like, three hits through. The guy will, you know, your opponent will save two of them, and then you'll get a D3 damage through, and it will go do one wound. So you're basically so saying I you think, need three units to guarantee killing, like, a five or six wound hero. I think... I think so, yeah. Without damn terrain, I think so. And again, in the current meta, you've got armies like Terrors with sort of like Salva Faithless and, you know, and Cunning Ruck and stuff like that, where, you know, it is the, the, the pivotal piece of the army is this character that is sort of sat back at the table edge. And I think you can do some really funky stuff with the bows where, you know, you, you, you've got a one drop army, you know, chances are you're going to go first unless you're playing another one drop army. Um, you can deploy the bows off the table. And then if you've been savvy with where you put your free wood down at the start of the game, you deploy the bows from that free wood on the first turn, and there's really nowhere you can hide yeah. because they've got such a long range. Um, you know, they can deploy within three inches. So you've got essentially, on like the, the, the wide part of a wood, you've got about 13 inches either way to play with when you can put it down. I think it might be more than that. I think it might be 15 inches for the wood. Is with it three when they set up from... From that they have army to, special rule, every model has within, to be within three. Yeah, they have to all be within three yeah. when they set up from the army. But special when you teleport, only one model. Only one model. You can string them out. Right, okay. um, so yeah, I mean, like, you can almost deploy them. You can sort of like see where it is, keep them back if you've got damn terrain. Get the damn terrain, teleport them through the acorn into the central woods, and then shoot off like that key piece. Like you know, I think whilst Sarva Faithless is it's easy to hide, you know, and Terry is quite good at hiding. I'm using him as an example because you know, obviously Terry takes Sarva most, I think, than anyone. Um, you know, I think with the ability to move around the board whenever you want, or to a certain degree, anywhere you want, and put sort of nine. Well, it's not nine, is it? So um, they got two shots each. Um, all of those bow shots against Sal, you can really sort of like hamper someone's plan or like you know blood secret banner or sort of like scar brand or you know some some pivotal piece in the army yeah um, you know and it, it just delays flexibility and you know they're only there for a turn because you go you, you teleport them within the wood and hopefully you can keep them in the woods so they've got an extra save they'll like a three up save then if the enemy tries to charge them um and then you they're know not easy to shift even even if you get a charge on them they're not easy to kill because of the re-rollable save yeah. Um, but you can, can't you? Because um, if you teleport off from off the table, yeah. if you set up in the, I don't know what it's called, the hidden uh, roots or whatever it's called, yeah. um, you don't have to roll to see if they're mystified, right? No, you don't, no. So it's you only don't. if you teleport so, through from one wood to the yeah. other. Yeah, so you have to play the, you either have to run the risk of rolling that one or, um, or, or just bring them on from the. The, I can't mean the, the hidden realm roots or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so again, it depends on how risky you want to be. You sort of like weigh out, don't you? Because I think if you've got damn terrain on your side of the table, you know, the champ hitting on twos, the guys hitting on threes, you know, with the ability to sort of heal back the one unit that has took the most damage from the damn terrain, you'd take that and run the risk of rolling the one, I think. Whereas if there was no terrain, you'd, you'd sort of then bring them on 
on and sort of use that then to, to you know shoot off that key piece like um again against stormcast with staunch defender if they've got you know a castellan thing with staunch defender or you know you wouldn't kill a star i don't think but it's not against minus two to hit not when he's minus two to hit yeah um but you know if you've got a staunch defender model kill that key piece straight away and then you're like well, you haven't got it now have you so um just out of curiosity then just just yeah. to quickly go through it so you drop derfu out yeah, and for Durfu, you, Durfu, you got three bows, three bows, and Dreitcher, or did you take a tree lord? Well, um, I took, uh, yeah, basically, I dropped Durfu and I dropped the Free Spirit Battalion, right, and that gave me enough points to get Dreitcher and another unit of bows. Okay, so you didn't have a normal tree lord then? Uh, no, tree lord ancient. I didn't have a so normal you had tree the lord. ancient, and you had Dreitcher instead, and then yeah. you basically lost the combat power on Durfu but gained yeah. more bows. Gain more so bows basically you move more towards like a shooting army than a, yeah, sh- a combat shoot your army. Yeah, shoot your avoidance army. I've been using it sort of like... I never really stay still if I've got the woods down. They're all, the bows are always teleporting through the woods. And did um, you, you didn't change like your core, but you're like your normal, like you took two to <laughs> five revs and... What, yeah, and the dryads. And ten dryads, is that right? Yeah, so like the, the list is essentially the same. So a tree lord yeah, ancient yeah. with dark warrior, oaken armor, branch witch with the acorn, Dreitcher. Then you've got two units of tree revs, a unit of dryads, six scythe hunters, and three units of bows. Yeah, plus so, the sold and Naru. In terms of the scythes, then so you run yeah. one six, don't you? And that's what you've always run. Yeah. Have you been tempted to split it into two threes? I think under safe coast, it probably makes sense to take two threes. Um, I think you've got with sort of like the domination mission um, and sort of like being able to be in multiple places at the same time. Um, it, I think it probably is more beneficial. I think once something's dealt with a unit of six hunters, um, that's the game. To, I have to I damage them so much with shooting that because I've got nothing else really in the army that fights. Um, I think with if you're running them in two threes, I think it, it it's really good. I mean, Liam Cook does this really well, is that he'll throw one unit of side hunters in, and then if it gets damaged, it's usually fighting near a wood. He, if it takes like two models off, he'll then teleport it back to the acorn um, in his deployment zone, and then heal it with the Verdant Harmony spell, and then bump the unit back up in size whilst the next unit goes in and fights so he mm. uses them in waves which i think is he, he sort of like whereas i sort of use the six to go where is the key fight your piece in the army those six hunters need to deal with it liam sort of like goes right i'm going to put those three in if they don't die one's dead i'll teleport it back put one back in the unit heal it back up send do, it back in do you think especially with dreitcher being your kind of mystic shield target that it's better to do them in two threes because you're not really going to be missed. Because like, if you've got six, you're like, oh, I want to Mystic Shield them. But if you have two threes, you're not really that bothered about Mystic Shielding them. Yeah, I, I think... It's like, I do think that the two threes are better, but it's kind of like the, the, the thing that I've got with it is that I look at it and go, two threes fight independently don't they that one goes and you know the enemy goes then you go whereas that one unit of six that smashes something off and like i can't almost get past the how will i deal with a stone horn because i think it's so defensive i mean i mean like do you not just think that armor is good enough to just not care and you've got a shooting so you can just shoot at it i don't know would you would you put them i mean 
for me, like I, I always think this is a common thing people do. They take their best combat unit and put it into the opponent's best combat unit. And sometimes yeah. it's like, if if the rolls don't go your way, then you've lost your best combat unit and theirs is still alive. And it's like it's almost like a bit all or nothing. Yeah. Um, I think, I don't know, I think you should try out the two threes. I don't know if it's better or not, but I think maybe you'll find that it doesn't suit your play style as much. But um, I, I quite like the idea of like MSU. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm tempted to do it for tomorrow burns. I'm tempted to do it for tomorrow burns. Um, would you would you take swords? Are they are they just out? You just size every time? No, I I think if you're taking threes, I think you I think you can take swords because with the size you got the rend two and you got the d three damage. With this, but it's the reach that's the good thing. Yeah. So obviously when they root in, the the fact that if you position correctly because they've got a two inch reach and there are fifty more bases, if you've got you know, the guy's sort of like base locked. Maybe if you have a six instead of threes, they can fight in two ranks. The swords mm. can't because of the reach, and they can only pile in an inch. So I think th- that's where sides sort of win, sort of like win in my mind. But I think if you, it is a six. If you take threes, I think the swords can be really good because you've got that extra attack. Yeah, they're only rend one, but they've got, you know, they're damaged two. So it, I, I kind of think they may be a little bit more consistent. I mean, it's probably about the same, really, if you did the math, but because they've got one extra attack, but they're not doing D three damage, but they're consistently doing two damage at round one. Mm. I think so they're I think... more probably, yeah, like you say, more consistent. So, yeah, but I think the rend two is massive, though, isn't it? I mean, that's the thing because, like, you know, you play a tree lord ancient. What do you kill it with in the silver Nef army? Yeah, no, it's rend two. Other than those sides, it's the rend two that is the big thing. You know, I think maybe, maybe they're a bit too generalist. The swords, they're a bit too in the middle. I think, yeah, I, I think they, they, they'd be really good in some matchups. They'd be really, really good in some matchups. But I think in other matchups when you need to pop through armour, you know, like especially in this the new sort of like the new sort of hotness, which is taking Storch Defender on Stormcast with Liberators in cover, you know, and Castellan buffed, you're never going to get deal wound. So well, Staunch Defender in cover doesn't stack, so... Oh, no, but yeah, the Castellan yeah. buff does, though, doesn't it, right? Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think yeah, that's what my, my you know I'd love to take sword. They're probably the, my favourite models, um, and I've got a unit to build, but I just don't I'll try them out. Yeah, just, so they go. They might help yeah. you with your problem with hordes that you were talking about. So yeah, without yeah. taking Dreitcher, I think I could, you know I could do away with Dreitcher. So technically, I could do away with Dreitcher and put another hundred point character, and if I wanted to, and put another unit of uh, you know take nine sives, take Dreitcher, take nine sives, and then put a hundred point character in another branch witch. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, did you change your list because of the South Coast scenarios, or did you just not? You haven't really looked at them, and you just thought you'd turn up and see how it went. I I didn't change it specifically. I, I've been thinking of running this list for a little while. I did read through the South Coast scenarios, and I, I think that you almost have to redesign the Sylvan F list from the ground up, which sort of like me and Liam Cook sort of like had a look at doing um, recently with a list that he's going to be taking, um, and. I don't know. I think with the way that you, you, you've sort of put in different scoring, um, sort of like scoring criteria with like, you know, battle line and stuff like that. Um, I think you do need to have perhaps a bit of a stronger battle line than I've taken in my list. Yeah. Um, um, and, you know, I think maybe in some matchups, Dreitch is going to be a liability. Um, but to be honest, I really enjoy playing it at the moment. It just feels really fluid and flexible. And so, 
as much as I probably shouldn't be taking it to South Coast, I probably will. Yeah. I think if I should take something, you know, just because I, I think there is a better list with the Sylvaneth that I won't go into because Liam's asked me not to. But um, right, okay. yeah, um, but it's, I, I think... Just take it, claim it as your own. It's fine. <laughs> you've got, you've so got a podcast, any... he doesn't. Just see what it is and just say it's my list. Um, but, but yeah, I am... Um, I think the I think the list will do okay. I don't think I'll win South Coast. And just quickly, then we do want to move on a little bit. But what what was your um, result over the weekend with the list? Then uh, I drew against Chris Tomlin in the first game. Um, I played Will, and I got a major win in the Silver Terror. But you know, we played it incorrectly with regards to you know um, embarking into the building or whatever it is. Um, and then I I played Seji um, in the last game in. Cap- control command or whatever it is conquer control um and um yeah like i i went up early and then because i've been well as you can tell i'm dying a little bit from man flu i was a bit rough and, and um I, I felt like i took my mind off the ball a little bit and said jay played me on the last couple of turns and, and sort of like won so i was on one major win one major loss and a draw so I finished no really but it was it was fun i really enjoyed it yeah, that was good. Well, at least you got to see what your list did and and see if you were going to do something for South Coast. I mean, did you immediately think, I need to change this, or did you just think, that's oh, fine, I just need to play better? Yeah, I, I don't think... I think in some matchups I'm going to get spanked, but I think if I play it well... I think I played well in the last sort of couple of turns against Tomlin. I think I played well against Will, and I think I played well in the first couple of turns against Sedge, but I, by that point I just switched off. Do you, um, do you think having Joichi though makes you less susceptible to bad matchups, or do you think it, it makes it more likely you're going to get a bad matchup? I think it makes it less likely to yeah, bad so matchups because rounded if, list than taking Durfu, right? Yeah, because Durf, yeah. Durfu's the big like he's a heavy hitter, isn't he? But if you he's if big Durf, Daddy D, of course he is. Yeah, I got Lady D instead now. Lady but, like, D, if, that does Lady, that, that Terry might get excited. I know, yeah. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, just I think it's it's more rounded, you know. The, the extra shooting allows you to sit off a bit more. Um, you know, it just depends if the shooting's rolls average. You know, it's difficult though with it being a fifty-fifty on the standard guys. Yeah, well, I think that's a nice segue into my list talking about shooting. <laughs> so um, wonderful. Yeah, I took um, Stormcast Eternals Army, um, and thankfully, disclaimer, not mine. No, I didn't. I took my own. Um, luckily, because there's no painting requirement, I could have just assembled and airbrush models, and that was fine. Um, so I haven't really spent a lot of time with the Stormcast book, but when I looked at it, I, I, I kind of always gravitate towards the formations because I like the idea of them. I like formations. Yeah. I think they're cool. Um, yeah. And I found one which I thought would potentially be quite cool uh which was obviously the um Aether strike force um so i don't normally play shooting armies um disclaimer but i wanted an army and i thought do you know what i really want i want an army that beats other shooting armies <laughs> um so i went with this list so i went with a lord celestin on star drake um and he had the hammer uh, but I gave him Staunch Defender, which we've talked about in a minute. I'll go into detail why I got this guy later once I've finished the list. Um, I took the Mirror Shield um, and Keen Clawed on the Drake, because basically it's the only one really worth having. Yeah. Um, I took a Knight Azeros, 
and a Knight Venator, because they're in the formation. A Lord Relictor with Lightning Chariot, <laughs> default. And uh, a Lord Celestin, they're not in the formation. Um, I took five Liberators uh, for one of my battle line units. Um, again, not in the formation. Then the formation, which is five Judicators with bows, five Judicators with bows, two units of three Aether Wings, three Vanguard Raptors with Hurricane Crossbows, and three Vanguard Raptors with Long Strike Crossbows, and a single Griffhound who's outside of everything and probably not even worth having, but um, he's there. Uh, and literally, literally just because I had some points left over. Um, and obviously the Aether Strike Force. Um, did you have to take the Hurricane or did you choose to take the Hurricane? Is it like I, is the, I chose to take them. Okay. Because cool. um, I actually think they're better than Long Strikes. Okay, cool. So um, in terms of... So I'll just quickly tell you what the formation does. And then I'll explain why what the two Raptor units and why I like them. Um, so the formation is um, in your hero phase, if an enemy unit is within 12 of the Aether Wings, you can pick one of the units in the formation and you can shoot a enemy unit within 12 of the Aether Wings, basically. So you get a free round of shooting. Yeah. Then you have the other rule, which is the best one, in my opinion, is when a unit in the formation dies... Another unit in the formation can shoot at them, so that interrupts the the kind of the flow of the game. But it's quite good because um, I'll get onto like the Aether wings in a minute because I think they're a little gem. I think they're awesome. Um, well, I'll talk about it now because it's, it's relevant. Okay. So basically, the Aether wings can move in the enemy charge phase. So if somebody um, runs at you because you give them first turn and they go well I want to get in too quickly because you've got shooting and they run into the table so in their charge phase they can't charge you because they've run but what you can do with Aether Wings if they're within 12 of a unit of um, Vanguard Raptors they can move 2d6 and as long as they stay within 12 so you can move them out in front and just make sure they're within 12 of the enemy knowing you're going next so you immediately can trigger your hero face shooting so it's quite hard for your opponent to stop you getting that free round of shooting um, because you've got that 2d6 move in the end of their go basically after they've moved and if they charge the aether wings and kill them then you can shoot them anyway so you kind of don't mind that so much no. so that's really cool the other thing they do um is they can retreat and charge which i didn't even I kind of had a moment in a game where there was a um, Savage Orc um, or whatever they're called now Savage Orc um, hero with one wound left and I yeah. was tied into combat with the Arab boys and I just went oh hang on I can retreat charge that hero peck his eyes out oh there you go jobs are good um, which is you know it comes up very rarely but the fact that they were in combat and they survived but anyway um, so they've got that rule um, they're just a really nice little unit, and um, they fly, obviously, uh, movement 12, so they're pretty pretty nippy. Um, and what I was doing with mine is I was charging the enemy unit and um, in my go. So I, they would go there, go, they'd run forward. I would move them in their charge phase, activate my hero phase shooting. Then I would, in my go, charge the unit into one of their units that I don't want moving. So they either kill you in your turn, and you shoot them again, or they don't, and you're sat there. And because they're quite fast, you can normally tag them onto like the end of a unit. Um, 
and they you got six wounds, you got no save, but actually sometimes you need to struggle to do six wounds to them. And they might leave one left on one wound or something stupid, but um so that it's kind of a bit like you don't really want to throw them away, but at the same time if you pin a unit and it means you get to shoot again because you might not get the double turn, so sometimes you just want the extra run to shoot in. And, yeah. and what it does do is stops that unit moving. So so for example, I did it against the Savage Wakami, I put them into the, the Arab boys and went, Well, you can't you can you can not fight me. You you didn't have inspiring presence on and I was like, Well if you if you kill them in combat, I'm gonna shoot you with this unit of hurricane crossbows which do twenty seven shots. Um and <laughs> you don't really want me doing that, so are you gonna do it or not? Yeah. Um, and that's or the same with then uh, you get to shoot him in the hero phase, right? Yeah, and if they don't, and I go, well, it's my I won the turn roll. I shoot in the hero phase, and I retreat out of combat to something else. So you can almost pinball them across units as well if they don't get killed. Um, so they're basically annoying because nobody wants to put any effort or resource into killing them, and when you do, you get shot. Um, so they're kind of they're kind of quite a cool little unit. So that's basically the A for wings. So. Vanguard Raptors with um, Hurricane or Long Strike. So, Hurricane Crossbows, why do I like them? So, they're 18 inch range, yeah. which is actually quite far, in my opinion. Yeah. Now, you get six shots a guy unless you don't move. Then you get nine shots a guy. And um, the champion hits on a three. So, it's threes and fours, no rend, um, damage one. So, it doesn't sound brilliant. And the other guys are fours and fours, no rend, damage one. But because you're rolling 27 dice. Your potential damage output is twenty-seven, right? So y- yeah. y- you could, if you got really lucky, get twenty-seven wins. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but you could. If you've got like a triumph, for example, and you get re-roll yeah. to hit or wound, that's really good because your fours re-rolling better on the wound Which... roll, but you know, or mystical terrain, so you re-roll into wound. And then if you've when you've got a knight of Zeros, if he's within ten of the unit you're shooting. Your fours and threes re-roll in ones, and then if you've got mystical, re-roll into wound on a four. Actually, quite a lot of saves get forced through. And what I find they're quite good at is if someone's got a model that's like ignore rend with like a four-up save, you're like, well, there's no point shooting long strikes at it, you know? Or someone who's got like a good quality like mortal wound save. Again, there's not really much point shooting long strikes at it, but Hurricane Crossbows are really good at that. Or they've got a yep. big unit of infantry with a low, not a very good save. You just want to mow a load down. Um, really good. I mean, their range is quite short, and if they move, you get less damage output, which is a bit annoying. Um, but that's where the Lightning Chariot comes in. Now, there, there is a lot to this army list, so it, it, I will be talking about a lot of combos. So Lightning yep. Chariot is a prayer. So on a free plus, you can pick a unit within free in your hero phase, which is the key point, and move it 24 inches. Now, you can use this for several ways. So if in this formation, you could move a unit of Aether Wings, so then suddenly you can activate your your within 12 in my hero phase shoot special rule. You could pick up the Azeros, and you could drop him within range of their army. Um, Obviously, you've got to be 9 inches away from the enemy, but you can do that, and then you can go open up my lantern, do my D6 mortal wins to the chaos units I'm within range of. 
It also then means that if you're shooting them in the hero phase, you can re-roll the ones to shoot at them because he's now within 10 of his lantern. So there is a lot of combinations with this. You can move the Castellan so then he can then shield a model that he's not in range of. You can move the Relictor himself and then you can heal a model that is damaged and he's not in range of. Um, You know, there's a lot of options and the reason I mention it with the hurricane crossbows is because they don't count as moving. You can't move in the next phase, but you haven't moved. So you can pick them up, move them, and you can shoot 27 shots into a unit. So you, if you've got like a hero you really needed to kill, and you, it's 18-inch range, is not bad. You could probably yep. move them and get 27 shots on a hero. Even a hero with a 4-up save is probably going to die. Yeah, and if you don't kill it, your long strikes can probably ping off the last wound. Yeah. Um. So, basically, lightning chariot allows you to unlock a lot of these combos with your army. So, long strikes. So these are quality shots. Now, what I like about these, they've got a long range, and I know some people said, "Well, if you stand still, you've got a twenty, you've got a thirty inch, but if you move, you've got a." A 24 but they're moving yeah. 5 so what's the point well the yeah. point is being 30 inches away is being 30 inches away and being 24 inches away is being 24 inches away so sometimes you just you the fact that you're actually further away when you shoot them is a big problem is a big plus because yeah. things have like a threat range so you could be playing against someone who's got a unit that can move 12 and potentially charge 12 with you know if you're more than 24 away, they, it's impossible for them to hit you. It's literally impossible. So, if you're if you're within 24, then you're in you're in threat range. So, yeah, I think, and what it does mean is you don't really get punished for moving. You do a yeah, little I, bit, but it's not too big a deal. I mean, I always thought, like looking at it, it's like you might as well move them and then and shoot them. But you are right; it is. It's one of those things where I, I always thought, like you know, you might as well move and be 29 inches away. Yeah. Um, you know, and, but then you are right. You are moving forwards, so you know, twelve inch move, double six charge. You can get straight in there, right? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, and what I I really like about them is they're um, they're just I don't know they they they're really good quality shooting. So you roll, you only get one shot each, but it's it's twos to hit. Now this is where the Azeros comes in. Twos re-rolling yeah. ones means you're getting rid of that RNG when you roll two ones on your free dice, you know? You just yeah. it just means them way more reliable. The problem I have with them is the wound roll. So it's freeze. Yeah, it's Ren two and it's damage two, but it's freeze. Yeah. It's quite often you don't do anything. And if you roll a six to hit, yeah, you do two mortal wounds. But actually there isn't really many ways to buff the hit roll. You can't take damn terrain because you've only got two wounds each. So if you take damn terrain, you could lose a whole model quite, you know, quite easily. You've got, you got no way of putting the, the wound back into that. No, game. you haven't, no. And you can't, you, you, it's not like you can take a damned and not lose a model. Um, you know, you're on a 66% chance of losing a model. So I, and I'm not saying they're bad, but they're more expensive. They're 180 points as well. And I think. You probably need one just for long range quality, the rend, the mortal wounds. But I prefer the hurricanes. Cool. I just do. 
Like I think they do a I think having both is good because it gives you a bit of both. And I had in some games the the hurricanes performed really well, in other games the long strikes did the job. And what I find the long strikes are really good at is just pinging off the odd wound off of things that are just about alive. Yeah. So they're almost like snipers. So you can say, well, that guy's got that cannon's got a wound left. That guy's got a wound left. I'm going to just fire one guy there, one guy there. You know, and then the champion may be the thing that I care the most about killing. Um, And you probably should kill it, you know. Um, And it is nice when you roll two sixes to hit and you just go, ask four more wounds. Um, Do do you think you, so you, you would, would you change it then and take the crossbows over there sort of the long strikes then would you have two units of the the sort of like the machine guns rather than the snipers no because i think you need the sniper you need one unit of them you just need the long range quality i mean you've got you've got a venator so the venator is really cool because you can um you can obviously pick units a, a model off at 30 inches and and do his like super shot um yeah or just his general shooting at six shots at range which you know at range 30 which is quite good um but I I don't know like I just I just sometimes think the long strikes you need to just have that quality you know I mean being Ren two is quite nice as well if you're playing against like a tree lord uh, Ren two with mortal wound output is they're kind of like they're yeah. gonna do a lot more than what a unit of hurricanes are but then like you know the hurricanes are gonna if you've got a unit of like even like hunters with a four up save the hurricanes will probably do quite a bit of damage to them um, yeah. Because you don't get the reroll, um, you don't get the rerollable armor saves um, against it, do you? If you no. shoot in the hammers, they only get the reroll ones, and fours rerolling ones isn't isn't good. That's no, okay. Uh, I mean, like you're not yeah. gonna. I don't think you'll kill. You're not gonna kill a unit, but you might you might chip a guy off. Um, yeah. I think with me, it's all about concentrating your fire. So you've got two adjudicators as well, and obviously we all know adjudicators are really good. Um, I, I have been tempted with adjudicators to try out taking the. Um, Mortal wound crossbow. Okay, yeah, the yeah instead of the the what so the, the thunderbolt tram- crossbow is it that one because you can take yeah. that with the bows, you know. Yeah. So I I don't know. Sometimes I think just having more mortal wound output would be cool. Um, yeah, that's what you were talking about before, wasn't it? With the old book, is it not taking the the actual the, the shock bolt bow and taking the taking the like the heavy bolt or crossbow and, and using that because yes, yeah, the 18 inch range, but at the same time it's, it's handy to be able, like you said, to pump out more wounds. Cause you, as you know, more, more wounds are better really, isn't it? Yeah. I think I probably wouldn't ever take it with when I've got, you know, long strikes and I've got rain of stars and I've got, you know, the lantern. I, I, I yeah. don't think you need it, but it's, you know, it, <laughs> It's kind of a nice option to think. Consider if the meta yeah. shifted to a lot of really hard to hurt stuff. I mean, we don't know what the Kradron overlords are like. Maybe they've got really good armor and just need more wound output out the wazoo, you know. So we don't know. But I think the options there, which is nice, and that's I like options. So, yeah. um, so that's that. I've talked about a lot about the units. So I'm going to talk about the characters. Um, so. I did actually. I missed it off when I listed it off, but I had a. I've got Lord Celestin now. What I took with him is I had one extra magic item in the list, so yeah. or artifact, I should say. So I could have put the Luckstone on the Venator, which allows you to like change the dice roll. So if you're lucky enough on your Star Fated to get through their armor, you could just make the wound roll a six. So you I just go nine wounds, take it off. Um, 
I don't really like that because I think it's a bit all or nothing. Yeah. Like I I'm not a big fan of the Venator if I'm honest. Um so I, I he's part of the formation, which is fine. Um and I used him quite aggressively because I want people to kill him so somebody else can shoot at them. Yeah. So I kind of used him like an Azeros with a bow, if that makes sense. He was he wasn't like hanging around the back. He was he was going forward and charging their characters and stuff and I don't know if you noticed, but now he's now got a melee profile for his bow. Yeah, yeah. Now, no. ooh, well, he gets ooh, to smack people. With that he gets bow, to hit him with the bow shaft. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, so the Lord Celestin, he's not in formation. So I took him because, quite simply, the Star Drake. So what you do with him is you put on the Warding Lantern to give the Star Drake plus one armor save. Now. Mm-hmm. I was originally going to give the Star Drake the five up against Mortal Wounds. Yeah. But the more I looked at Staunch Defender, the more I thought this is just better. Um, yeah. And yes, you are exposed to Mortal Wounds, but with the list, you can just shoot the guys that do Mortal Wounds or the things that do Mortal Wounds. Um, so I played a Bloodbound army with two Warp Lightning Cannons. I was managed to shoot those off pretty early, so I wasn't too bothered. I did get one shot on me that took six wounds off me, but you know I left it on one wound. It's a bit unlucky, but you know just how it is. Um, so I will just talk Staunch Defender. So what does it do? So Staunch Defender gives you a command ability. So you've got to go on your general. So the Star Drake was my general. Now, yeah. what it says, it says your general and all friendly Stormcast Eternal units within six add one to their save rolls if they have not charged this turn. This doesn't stack with being in cover. So basically, it's like having a cover save without being in cover. Now, what's really nice about that is that your Star Drake can't get a cover save, but now he can. Um, so you're never going to be in a problem where you're like, well, I was in this terrain and it doesn't really give me any benefit. Um what it does do as well, it allows you to get plus two armor because yeah. you've got plus one for the lantern and plus one for Storch Defender. Which means, with the Warden Lantern, has another ability that people forget about. If you roll oh, yeah. a seven or more to save, you get a wound back. How cool is that? It's amazing. It's so good. So, with plus two to your save, that's on a five. I, I loved it when I was running it at Warlords and when I ran it sort of like tail end of last year um, with like the four Judicators and just the standard Star Trek without the, the old book. The the amount of times that I was looking for that to fail an armor save and then re-roll that one to do the mortal wounds with the Drake and also for the sixes just to heal the wounds back, you know, healing on fives is even better. It's just amazing. Amazing. And the thing is, you're buffed before you do anything. So in the enemy turn, they take first turn, you're buffed. And you've got a massive base. So you put him, turn that bitch sideways, cover yeah. that whole army with that six-inch bubble, and go, my whole army is plus one save. Yeah. Then you say, I'm going to, I get my turn, I shoot you, do a bit of moving, do a bit of weed, a bit of woo. Then I go, right, Warden Lantern, charge Star Drake into combat. He's only got, He's only got a two-up save re-rolling ones at this point. I know, I know. First world problems. Um, (laughs) But he goes in and um, say the enemy gets a turn next. So in there go, you haven't charged. But you've still got the Warden Lantern on. 
So suddenly your armor save goes up to a one, a one yeah. re-rolling ones. So, and anyone with rend one means you're healing on a six. Anyone with no rend, you're healing on a five. And the best thing about a star drake is when you roll those ones on your save and you re-roll it, you do mortal wounds to everything. So he just becomes this absolute tank that you just sit there and go, come on, hit me. Come on, hit me. Like, I mean, I literally would launch him into units of infantry, like, you know, like a big unit of grots. Go on then, hit me as much as you want. Roll 60 dice. I don't care. Roll 80 dice. Actually, have more attacks. I'd like you to hit yeah. me more. Because. Maybe the, I'll re-roll that one. Yeah. And I had, I, in the games, like, people would do one round of combat against me, heal me, and go, I'm not going to attack you. Not with these attacks. And then suddenly their units just stood there doing nothing. Um, I, I, I absolutely love, love this guy. I think for me, the Star Drake, he doesn't do a lot against big monsters, no. but against units, he's fantastic. He even just infantry, absolutely yeah. destroys units. But even multi wound cavalry or infantry, he's really good against because yeah. it's just like, oh, I'm going to gobble you up on a free up. It's like, oh, and you can you can snipe certain things out of units. I'll I'll kill that bloodbound champion with the double-ended weapon. You know the the reaver blade. I'll take your banner out of that unit. I'll you know I'll take your musician or I'll take your your blood knight banner so you can't regenerate your your mind man back a turn. Yeah, really, really good. Like he's he's <laughs> just there's nothing better than eating star soul maces. Yeah, just that as well. Star Soul Maces. Yomp. Yeah. Go for that. Now, there are lots of other items you could give. I mean, you could give him the, there's some, there's some really nice armors and you can give him the one that's like minus one to hit in combat. Um, I think for me, I really like the mirror shield. Now, the reason I take this is because I hate shooting armies at the moment. I know. Irony. I'm playing one. (laughs) Uh, But basically, it's like minus two to hit him. Um, and from shooting. So that immediately means, do you care about mortal wounds from Zangor? No. Or because Skyfires can do one. That's what I mean, Skyfires. Skyfires can do one. Um, suddenly, those Kernoff Hunters aren't quite so scary. No. So they're like, well, I'm not going to shoot the Star Drake, but the Star Drake's buffing my whole army. I know. I'll shoot the other other units. Now, what I did is I. A lot of people talk about putting Staunch Defender on a Castellan. I, I think on a Star Trek it's just better because it's like it's sixteen wounds before you get rid of it. The Castellan I gave him a, a lantern, which is to enemy has to re-roll sixes or more to hit within six, so I could actually protect my army against enemy shooting. So that was pretty good. So yeah. that's what I took as my other artifact. So that's the list. I know that was quite a lot, of, a big segment. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot of stuff in the list. And what I really found when I played with it, I really enjoyed it because you've got all these options. You've got all these things you can do. You've got all these combos. You've got all these tricks. Um, and it was fun to play with. You've still got combat. I'm still launching my Xeros in or my Star Drake into combat. My my Celestin, um my Lord Calliston, sorry, was was running across the table into combat. You know, it, he, it, my Griffhound by his side. <laughs> um, the yeah. a, the Aether wings were charging and pinning units, getting in the way. You know, my shooting was just 
was being like teleported around the board and, and like rapid firing down units. I I really enjoyed it, and I I, I played Bloodbound, um, Matt yeah. Lyons, and um, I I had a really good game, and I I learned I made a few mistakes from my deployment and a few bits of what I was doing. Um, I but I won like basically all the priority rolls, which meant I won that game. Um, I played Rain of Stars incorrectly as well. I'll say yeah. it's a bit, it's still a bit ambiguous, but I think it's the best way to play it is that you can only pick a unit once. Um, I've had people yeah. before where they're picking the same unit multiple times, um, so I won't be doing that going forward. But um, I, I did get a bit lucky. I rolled a six, put them all on Scarbrand, and took I think like nine wounds off of him. But I think to be honest. If if I hadn't if I'd done pick a each unit, I would have just picked like the other things like the banner, the yeah. lightning cannon, and I would have done like wounds to all of them, and I would have been able to shoot them off easier. Then I would have had more shooting for Scarbrand, and I double turned them anyway. So I don't yeah. think it made made a big difference. It would have just changed how I shot and how I did my turn. Um, then um, yeah, so I played that, and then I played a Death Army. Um, guy called Ben. So, and he had four big monsters. Uh, a bit of a twitchy bum when he put the um, Necro Sphinx into the Star Drake on turn one, whilst rolling a six for the run and an eleven for the charge. Uh, luckily, he didn't kill me, and I ground him off. But um, that was <laughs> that, that was a scary lucky. moment because I didn't really want my, my Star Drake going down turn one. As you can probably tell, he's quite integral to my army. Um, yeah. And um, I managed to, to to win the Silver Tower mission by killing the ghouls and basically just having bodies on the table um the liberators were basically always up in the sky and always come down on the first turn and then they they're just they're just cool i like liberators i think yeah i think they're cool um then the last game i played a uh bone splitters army uh against ian and uh i was a bit disappointed because i'd already claimed six monsters for the uh big game hunter reward and uh he didn't have any so i was oh, like oh wow. someone could catch me here uh, more on that later um, and this one, Bone Splitters, I wasn't bothered about the big Cunning Rock shooting unit. Um, the Star Drake was quite happily munching away at his uh, multi wound models. Uh, my shooting was taking its toll because I don't care about his mortal wound save because I'm running lots of dice. That's why the Hurricane crossbows were amazing because you're like, well, you've got a six up save if I hit you with a long strike, you've got a six up if I hit you with ease. So the long strikes kind of, yeah, they do two damage, but if you're all that six, you deny me more damage. Um, and it, you know, a long strike unit can only do six wounds. That's their maximum output. Yeah. Whereas a unit of hurricanes could do twenty-seven wounds. I'm not saying it's likely, but it, it's, it's potential. Sure. And to be honest, even with like fours and fours, and them getting a decent save, you're probably going to do more than four wounds anyway, and all yeah. about four wounds. And if long one long strike doesn't hit or wound, then you're only doing four max anyway, and they probably yeah. still get a save. You know, it's so. I, I don't know. It's... Do you know what I've just realised as well? What? Talking like you were talking about your lists and stuff. I only have to paint the Vanguard Raptors, and I've got that list for Heat Two. Yeah, yeah. That's I've painted a voice. Yeah, so you got to paint the A for wings and the two units. Yeah, that's it. Because I, I was gonna, I was gonna like that's what I was gonna take to Heat Two. So I was like, well, if I get lazy, I can just borrow yours and paint those two units, and then that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so you're stopping me taking it there? Is that what you're uh, saying? You've got to play just... Sylvaneth, man. You said it already. Oh. So, oh, yeah, I was going to take some BT2 on, but there we are. Okay, so we, we've we've gone on quite long on this segment. So um, let's just talk about the event itself, where what you know, um, and you know, it was cool. 
there was a big yeah. game hunter award we we alluded to um and that was there's a safari hat which you can see a fetching picture of me wearing that amazing because uh spoiler i won spoiler. <laughs> yeah but that, that's not the most important announcement from the Cheltenham war chief event is it russ no well, so what is it then everyone needs to everyone who thinks that they're good at warmer needs to quit warmer because jim bob oh, james yeah. maps podiumed oh what is that about? anyone at that event that finished below him needs to quit warhammer i think i know <laughs> I, mean, I felt like quit honestly i you felt like quit like, everyone needs to quit everyone <laughs> needs to, to just stop now yeah i love you jim bob but fuck me you're shit at warhammer <laughs> he's still got a second place apparently not <laughs> evidently not because he <laughs> comes second yeah um Zinchville, it? archeon and fucking friends I thought he was using Stormcast. Why do I think he was using Stormcast? So he's in. No, he's, he's Archeon, a Lord of Change, and then fucking. Oh, it's nice to see that doing better. So he, he finished higher than Sedge. Yep. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> did Sedge come third? He did, yeah. yeah. After he, he uh, beat me, didn't he? So. Yeah. Oh, you could have been third, Les, you see. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I didn't care at the time. I just wanted to go home, didn't I? <laughs> I just, yeah, I just wanted to go home. <laughs> Fuck no, I just want to go. Over. Not even stay for the awards. Just yeah. sit there. Did you? Did you, <laughs> you, you stayed for the awards, though, didn't you? I did stay yeah. for the awards. Yeah, because like, um, that's I, just I, low, you know. I was just ill when I. That's the problem. Yeah. I just want. Yeah, I was just ill. Like, but know, it, if it wasn't a club event and it was like I felt like I was letting the guys down, I probably would have dropped out. But um, but I'm glad I went. To be honest. Yeah, but I think it was it was quite cool. The prizes were really nice. The event was well run. Uh, I won, which is awesome. I was like, <laughs> yeah. Um, everything's awesome everything is awesome when you're winning um yeah. which is okay and to be honest like i you know it's free games it's a one day uh you can't take a lot from it and i basically had the most amazing luck with priority roles i won every single priority role except for the last one in every game where it yeah. made no difference so basically, I won three rolls in a row in every game. I double turned all my opponents going from turn one to two in every game. I never got double turned back until they only had like one or two models left. It's just like, it was ridiculous. So the result, you know, it could look really strong, this list. I'm sure you could quite easily take this list to another event and get your, get your um, ship pushed in because yeah. um, it's really fragile. Um, Star Trek aside. Uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, Star Drake aside, like you look at like the shooting units. You know, you got ten wins for four up save for the Judicators, six wins for four up save for the Vanguards. They're quite easy to get rid of. Um, tricky getting to them. Um, and what I like about this formation, they're a bit like the Blood Warriors. If you kill them, you're getting value because they're still going to get be able to shoot you of another unit. So yeah. they might die, but I'm still getting something out of it. And I really like that concept for units in Age of Sigma. That's why I like Blood Warriors so much. But that was it. Cheltenham War Chief one day. Um, if you get a chance to go to one of their events, they've got a two-day coming up soon, haven't they? Next year? Yeah, this year? Um, I don't know when. But November the... I think it's the 19th, the weekend of the 19th, or it's the the weekend of the 20th. I'm not sure. They did announce it. It might be the weekend before. So like, mid-November is going to be um, the War Chief GT two which is the second one which is like their own sort of um rob noise uh, from the club writes all the scenarios and it's it's kind of like a almost a bit like hey safe coast was with a a narrative yeah 
into the scenarios, hmm. uh, which you know they they had a really good turnout last year, and I think they're gonna they're gonna push for it this year, and it, you know it should be quite good too. Um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to go this year because it's not going to be the weekend after. Yeah. Summer GT, where we're all like we're dying, all burnt out. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I would recommend going to anyone out there. Um, it's it's quite a cool, um, you know, even if you get to one of their one days, it's quite a cool little, um, like I really like the venue. Venue's quite cool and cozy, and you know, they put a lot of effort in for a one day. You know, you've got wooden plaques with custom icons that are painted in different you know you've got you had a prize for best painted you had a prize for sports there was a prize for the big game hunter there was a one two three i mean you were a one dayer and and you've already got like you know six prizes and all the rest of it and we should say matt matt lyons walked away with the um the very coveted painting award so uh well done bit of a bit of a runaway winner that one yeah, I think there was a, you know, a, like I am, didn't have a finished army to try and sort of like, you know, no. go up against it. I think he still probably would have pit me, I think, because his army is looking really good. I so. think I think for me, I was disappointed that my army wasn't up there with it. So, you know, like this brilliant blended white undercoat and uh, splashes of red airbrush over the top of it. You know, my concept army. Wait. Yeah, no. No, too soon. Too soon. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. So we're going to okay, take a break. Uh, and when we come back, we're going to have a quick segment talking about Tomorrow Burns, our list, and um, what we're doing. And we've got some plugs to do. So uh, we'll be back after this break. Facehammer is sponsored by Element Games. So for great customer service, all the latest Age of Sigmar releases at 20% off, and all your hobby needs, go to www.elementgames.co.uk. To support us directly, click through the banner on our website and let them know that you came from us. And we're back from the break. So uh, tomorrow burns is this weekend coming, and we have got some special plans for that event, haven't we, Terry? Yep. Or should I, say you do. I'm <laughs> taking my blender down, going to get some bags of ice, and I'm going to drink foofy cocktails all day. And get your cocktail. No, nah, nah, not this weekend. Keep, <laughs> keep it away this weekend. There's, a, there's only so much. There's only yeah. so much of the pike people can take. I just want to go like a weekend without seeing his cock. That's just it. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be fine. It'd be but fine. Most people's get game in life, isn't it? Just yeah. <laughs> I just need to go one week. Just one week without it. We just can't um, help you to it. There's a Hawaiian shirt thing that's come out of nowhere yeah. as well for some reason. So I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt and tropical shorts. I, I've <laughs> been told I've got to wear my big gay hunter's hat. Please do. Mate, it'd be awesome. It doesn't really fit on my head. Just put it on the top of your head then. It's because it's my head's quite big. Um, mm. So yeah. Good. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yes. Mm. Uh, I wonder why. Uh, so uh, I, I, yeah, I might do. Um, I have got a bottle of Jaeger and I oh. have got a bottle of Kraken and oh. four, four bottles of uh, four cans of Monster and about eight beers and uh, two bottles of Captain Morgan. So yeah. it's going to be messy. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to stick to like fun cocktails all day. So you know, we, you're going to play, Russ. We're going to play and you're going to get grumpy again. Cause, like, you I'll sober me up. You're like the anti-drunk. 
<laughs> I play you and it's like, oh, I feel like I'm a naughty schoolboy and I'm in like, I'm being like judged and I have to behave. And then I just, sh- I just sure, sober up. I'm sure Tomlin won't make you guys play on the first day when I you're drunk. It'll be I'm fine. going to tell him that if he wants me to be drunk Russ, he has to not make us play. Yeah, but club <laughs> mates aren't playing on the first day anyway, so it'll be fine. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I've got a grudge first game as well. I'm playing Rob Ellis. Oh, that now I only accepted this grudge because he said he was gonna. No, no, he he pursued me and he said I wasn't gonna do it. And he said I will. I will. If you go as (laughs) Dutch, he will go as Dylan. Amazing. So I said to him, we've got to spend the first hour of the game just like man handshaking bicep bulging and he's got to black himself up which apparently he was all okay for that until his wife said she'd leave him now i just don't think that is enough commitment no i I don't think that is enough commitment to this this hobby that he's not going to do it he's got to sort his life out is this this will be out before tommy v won't it yeah yeah that's the plan yeah sort your life out rob sort your fucking life out rob yeah rob See you on Saturday. <laughs> a bit of a weird tangent there. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> so basically, tomorrow Burns is down in Weymouth. We there's bowling on the Saturday. It's bring your own bottle or bottles in in our case, or blender bags, or spice blender bags, spice cocktail and bottle. Um. So list wise, what are we? What are you guys taking? So Terry, what are you doing? I'm taking um, a mixture of no other stuff now, just straight up Bloodbound. <laughs> oh no, sorry, I've got some skate. Sound the Faithless. Sound the Almost, almost. I'm so just Sound the Faithless and six Storm Fiends. No, no, no Storm Fiends. So I've got um, a banner stack, buff stack at this event. So I've gone double Blood Secreter banner just to give it a little. Oh, red. A little try. I'm, sh- I'm sure it will have good results. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'll never go back, mate. Double banner. Three attacks per blood letter. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Yeah, 90 yeah, attacks yeah. on that unit. Sweet. 91 champion. Uh, blood Soaker. Lord of Corn on the Jugger again. Sell the Friendless. Um, <laughs> Sell the Friendless. That's why I wrote on my army list. Uh, um, the event part. Uh, what did we go to? Uh, Warpath. I put... Um, yeah, Sile the Friendless. I thought that was appropriate. Uh, two units of ten Blood Warriors. I've gone with the Gore Axes this time. Yeah. Because I think the re-rolls to one to hit. You can have yours actually... painted by the weekend? Uh, no. Mine have got Gore, any... gore Fist, mate. Oh, it's all right. I'll just play it as No, fist, you can't do that. No, That's no, dirty. Fucking... What? That After shit. all the stuff you said to people about Storm Fiends, and you're like, yeah, no, I, I, just I, I use them as these. Gore Fists. <laughs> I, I use them as what they're armed with. That's fine. I, yeah, you've got to right. use them as Gore Fists, man. You fucking will, Terry. You yeah, it's fine. I, I use them as whatever the they're armed with. I'm borrowing anyway, so it's all good. 30 yeah. Blood Letters. 10 Skull Reapers. So just, I think this unit will be quite fun. Fucking hate them. Gonna put Mystic Shield on them, whip them, make them fly, and just chuck them across the board, and be like a blood letter bomb. And just fun. wish they should just be more blood letters. <laughs> I wish they were. <laughs> they yeah, should just be thirty more blood, more blood letters. Yeah, <laughs> about the same points. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, twenty points different. Yeah, though. well, twenty points and um, two war blinding cannons. Pew pew. So pew pew. Got to keep so them in definitely, there. definitely blood bone then, yeah. Yeah. That is Bloodbound, basically, now. And, and two all cannons. If you uh, want to so. compete. 
because so they, those, those Skaven yeah. and Sal. I can't judge. Yeah. I just like I just like the fact you've come around to my way of thinking, Terry. Yeah, no, I just thought I'd give this a try before I get my new stuff out. So, I'm, I kind of made a mistake with my old, well, old army, my my finished army that's still quite new, that I kept getting on the table before it was finished, finished. Yeah. And now a lot of the units are properly finished. No one cares. Yeah, and also the fact you're you're bored of the list. And yeah, so instead of getting out models that are sort of nearly there that probably need a few more highlights and some weathering and yeah i'm just gonna get them out when they're done so it'll be an army probably uh heat two i'll have some new stuff heat three i don't know if we're gonna bother with that are we we're gonna go to heat three maybe don't know i might might go along um probably blood and glory i'll have a completely new army out for that'll probably be the next it takes a long time to paint some of this stuff. I mean, yeah, it does. Like, like Blood Warriors are just. Ugh, I moaned about it on the last show, saying how they just take forever to paint, but they are effectively a unit of ten heroes. I don't know what so. you mean, man. Mine were like well quick. Did them in one batch. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so yeah, just get that dirty dry brush out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But obviously now with the the corn book, I'm probably gonna have to do. You know, more corn stuff. I might actually get some juggers out. I've got six blood crushers and six skull crushers that I'd like to get on the table. So hopefully they get some some love and aren't crap. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, otherwise, the list is it's just gonna you know be similar to what I've been playing. I'm I'm gonna miss the storm fiends. I know that. If you had storm fiends yeah. painted, I'd I'd use them. But all oh, right, okay. It's, yeah, it's got to be cohesive. So I'll I'll have to. So you're borrowing yeah, my use... entire army. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Um, but yeah, so that's and it's simple to play. Like, I'll be able to drink all my cocktails, have a laugh, and just push this about and have fun. Um, I mean, the last um, event I took the Kairos Deceiver Thanquil teleport shenanigans combos before the handbook killed it. So. That was, you know, that was quite fun. But it, I had to really sort of co- not concentrate, but I had to actually pay attention to what I was doing. Have you thought this about one, the the fact you can change artifacts and powers between games? Yeah, because if they don't have any shooting, Lord of War, yeah, <laughs> then Blood Letters, oh, they're going to be amazing. Big unit, damn terrain, Lord of War, potentially the Chaos roll of a six for an extra plus one to hit. Oh, they're just going to murder everything. I have, I have more wounds on like twos, eh? I've got a bloodthirster. I know, but I just... run and charge. It's a thing. I know. Yeah, don't need to when you can fly. <laughs> when you fly eighteens, you know. Maybe I could put bloodthirster in there. I don't know how much are they? Hundred, three hundred, three twenty, yeah. three forty. Yeah, I'd have, I'd have to drop like the skull reapers and some bits. <laughs> So, I've, got, I've got I've got blood reavers. Yeah, I just take what I've got. We've got no, list so. of submissions on the day, so you can procrastinate. Yeah, I can have, I can have an R about it, and make some lists. Yeah. And I've got juggers. See what I've got nine. Yeah, I just three units of three. Could do some little cheeky mortal wounds. Yeah, you they can even take quite the, good. the brass stampede. Three units of three, and the guy on the jugger. Yeah, I need to have a look at the formations because I'm sure there's probably something I could get in there for quite cheap because some of them are quite quite throwaway points wise, aren't they? So yeah, uh, slaughter priest. 
Slaughter Priest. You want to get Slaughter Priest out? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I could go full blood bound and drop side of the oh, yeah, cannons. Yeah. Spiring Deathbringer. Exalted Deathbringer. Oh. Spoil for choice. Yeah, I've actually got five heroes in the list. Yeah, maybe I could just take another blood to create. I always <laughs> capped. I always capped. Well, you better paint one because only got two. Uh, I always capped my uh, heroes in Bloodbound. When I take Bloodbound, I've always got six. Yeah, but they're just so cheap, aren't they? Yeah, like they eighty are. points each. It's a shame to not cap. And they're the key heroes. to the army. You need the buffs. Yeah. You need the spells. You need. I've got Valkyr. Valkyr, the bloody useless. Yeah, I'll give her a miss. Yeah. I know you've raged about how bad she is. I would love you to experience it firsthand. No, I've done that enough with the Vermin Lord Deceiver, thanks. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so some chaos list. uh, Some chaos. Some chaos. And it's General's Handbook scenarios, isn't it? So we already know and love. Les, Sylvaneth. I'm taking this. Same list as I took to the War Chief Warpath or GT or whatever it was we played last week. You do some extra painting for it, or are you? Um, I am painting three Colonel Hunters whilst we're talking, um, and oh, dirty. Not even give us your full attention. Ah, uh, you know I can get why can I? Um, but it's the yeah. I'm, I'm trying to get them. I'm not going to get them up to the same standards as the rest of the army. Not a chance. Just because I've been too busy with with other stuff that's been going on. Um, but they are going to be sort of like. They're going to be done so that you know they'd be cohesive with the army, um, just to be able to sort of like sit in there. It just means I'm not going to be, you know, entering it in a, the painting uh, competition, which is is fine. I think with like the the strength of stuff that's going, it will be just like a waste of time anyway, to be honest. So yeah, so my, my list will be what we talked about earlier on. So you know, Tree Lord Ancient, Branch Witch, Drycher, two units of Tree Revs, ten Dryads, six Scythe Hunters, maybe two threes. I might wing it and do two threes yeah you might uh, have to try it out didn't you didn't have yeah. to lose and then three units of three bow hunters root and household um if you want to be really cool you could think about it and talk about it on the friday night and make the decision right just as you get to hand your list in quickly scribble it out and change it I'll use paper yeah i might I've do, done that before standard, done that before yeah. standard that's what we did with warlords wasn't it well i was like this is what i've got and we i did like, that at the cheltenham event I didn't write yeah. any of my artifacts on it, and I was Omen and Arin before I ended the list in. Yeah. I remember actually telling me about it now, when I was, like, walking around, feeling sorry for myself. Yeah. So... So what about you? Me? Um, oh, I'm going to borrow someone's Stormcast on me. Um, yeah. And because He's of that, Yeah, so, some guy called Les. Cheers, yeah, mate. Yeah. An um, award-winning Stormcast on you mean? A, a one featured in White Dwarf. Yeah, uh, 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 I'm, I'm going to look after it, don't worry. Oh, I know I'm going to be Every a bit... Every time you borrow it, you broke stuff off it, though, aren't you? Eh? Every time you borrow it, you break stuff. No, I don't. That dude. Oh, Did you break... I'm not break... leggy. Though with Kieran's, I actually painted shields for his army. That was true, yeah. <laughs> I did take them back. I didn't give it to him. But <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they're my shields. I painted those. Mine. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, I am going to go with Lord Celestin on Stardrake. Because I'm just loving it at the moment. Uh, Staunch <laughs> Defender, <laughs> Mirror yeah. Shield, King Claude, but maybe not because in Tomorrow Burns you can change your army list every game with what artifacts you have. So that is going to make the Star Trek even better because if they haven't got shooting, it's going to be minus one to hit them in combat. If they've got loads of mortal wounds, it'll be a five up mortal wound save. Um, I think Staunch Defender is probably always going to be there though. That's just a solid. Um, 
I'm going with a Knight Heraldor, one of my favourite heroes from the Stormcast. Have you got two? I have. Oh, might change this then. Um, Lord Castellant for 100 points for the ever-popular plus one save. Um, Lord Relictor with Lightning Chariot, staple. It's going to be in every list, pretty much. And Azeros, because I like him and I like doing the Lantern Bomb. Two units of five Liberators, two units of five Judicators, and two units of two Fulminators. Cool. So it's a combat Stormcast army. A little bit similar to what I took to Warlords, that list that you and Liam and Kieran wrote, where, but I had the gun line. Where you yeah, got... you, you had a Venator, didn't you? And you had three units of Judicators, not a no Liberators, right? Yeah, no, it's four units of Judicators. Oh, four, four units uh, no. of Judicators and no oh. Liberators, and a Venator, yeah. you didn't have the Heraldor, uh, was that right? No, I didn't have the Heraldor, yeah. yeah. So it was Castellan, Relictor, Drake, four, four Judicators, two units of Formulators, and then the, the characters. Oh, yeah. four, four, four Judicators, pretty nice, isn't it? Yeah. Pew, 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 pew. 120 pew. points, it's not going to be hard, just drop the Heraldor. No, I was a Pioneer. Um, with four pioneer. Judicators. Yeah, I could I could also deploy him in a big long line and just let people on the charge line, all yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, let Nico just let someone multi charge them with one unit and kill them all. Yeah, just when I play Terry, I'll just put him in a line of twenty, and you could just put that bloodletter horde just into all of them in one go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it'd be amazing! <laughs> just kill them all one one go. <laughs> Take that dirty judicators. <laughs> yeah, we're perhaps not. <laughs> when going back, you said you're taking lightning chariot. Is that not effectively just Sile the Faithless? Uh, no, because you can't get within like three inches. You you have to stay nine inches away. I think it is. Oh, you have to be nine away with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's basically it just gives you movement, but you still got to be. You can't like get into combat with it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a minimum distance. Um, I'm doing a furiously check while we're chatting, in case I've been playing that. Yeah, wrong. going back to what we, I was going to check earlier as well. Uh, you can't summon blue horrors or brimstone horrors. No, I didn't think you could. For some reason, I thought you could, but never mind. Because that would have been nice summoning blue horrors in the uh, in the um, silver tower mission. Because you could set up like a gaunt summoner on a platform at the back, and then summon left, middle, or right, depending on wherever the tower went. Because you'd have the 36 inch summoning range to plonk yeah. them in there. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, you uh, can't be within nine. Yeah. There you go. Ah, okay. So, so it sounds like the lightning chariot thing's like almost sort of a auto-include style type thing where it, the movement's just so powerful you wouldn't always take it. it. I think it is. I think it is yeah. that powerful. I mean, blessed weapons would be quite useful. Um, I would have quite liked to run double relictor or, or take a veritant with blessed weapons. Um, I quite like. I'm not. I'm not trying to duplicate prayers because I think that there's a lot of abuse you could do um, with duplication of prayers. Um, if but you... that's why you capped it at South Coast, isn't it? Because there's some yeah, stuff we, you can do that's just silly. We added that into the South Coast pack that you can't duplicate prayers. And looking at the fact that it looks like Bloodbound are getting some, or sorry, corn, blades of corn are getting some uh, some some prayers, it might be a, a good thing for that as well. Um but yeah, I, I'm. I don't know. I I know we we. I wrote a similar list to when we talked about it, and you took it to the heat, didn't you? Or oh, warlords, I think it was. And I think yeah, it's cool. But I really like liberators. And I know I shouldn't really, but I do really like them. I don't know why. They're just like I. I just think they're cool. Um. So although I could have loads of judicators, 
I don't really like Judicators, if I'm honest. Um, the shooting's nice, but I quite like I quite like having the mix. Uh, I need to have a look see if there's a formation that that fits because I know there is one with Judicators and Liberators in it. There's um, a really good one that allows you to get plus one armor save to the Judicators. Yeah, if they shoot over the Liberators, um, but I think it's quite pricey. Well, I'm going to have a look. If there's a formation I can unlock um, and give myself, um, you know, another artifact, that would be quite cool. Um, there's, I might not have enough shooting. I might need more shooting. Um, I could put the formulators into one unit of four rather than two units of two, um, which will allow, obviously, the buff. I could have another castant so I can double buff. Um, I could look at taking double um, Heraldor for the run and charge. Um, there's loads of options. Um, what I quite like about having the Heraldo is you could almost like put him up in the air and then drop him down and then just toot a piece of terrain. Yeah. So because you can you can put him up in the sky and you can just go, well, oh, he comes down, where's he going to drop? You can just make sure you're in range of a piece of terrain and your opponent doesn't know where he is and it's going to really mess with people's heads. Um, but I'm, I'm looking forward to trying out Fulminators. I've never played with them. Um try and using star drake more I, I was tempted to take a prime I, I i might i might look at taking a different list i haven't decided full on yet that's kind of the draft list that i've written yep. this week but i'm going to sit down with my book um probably tomorrow evening uh and just do a little bit of a uh a bit of research in the evenings before i go to bed and just see what what jumps out of me yeah the idea is take Stormcast and have a bit of fun. I can't take my army because I'm not going to have that painted to a sufficient level. Um, I want to take the same list I took to the Cheltenham event to Heat 2, I think. Um, there is some tweaks with that list I can make. Like You can drop the Griffhound, drop the Liberators, put unit adjudicators in. You can drop the um, the Griffhound and drop the unit of Long Strikes down to Hurricanes and then put another uh, another Renector in. Uh, I yeah. ordered a Renector off eBay, so I've got two now. Um because I think oh you must yeah I bet you beat me on because I lost a bid on a relic oh today. I just did buy it now seven quid seven uh, quid Pfft, yeah buy yeah. it now because like you know I don't I'm not interested in getting it for a five or eight you know seven pounds for a, a character model for a stormcast army as a bargain you know so well I mean I only ordered one today because I want its banner because I'm converting my finally converting my relic to a plan for the safe coast painting competition so yeah. that's what. Because I decided I'm just not going to paint anything for Safe Coast other than a single figure and just do that. Yeah, cool. So um, yeah. South Coast is month away. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's right around the corner, isn't it? Yeah, Heat Heat Two is two weeks away, three oh, weeks away. Yeah. So all that. Um, so I don't think my army's going to be ready for then. So I might be borrowing your army again, Les. Sorry. Cool. <laughs> I but, feel like so I feel okay, like so a bit so of a. Yeah. Sorry. So I'm taking some of that heat too. All right. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah, just right, as long okay. as you're aware of that, that's fine. All right. That's always that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. You don't mind. So I'm gonna take some fruit to heat too. Anyway, I'm gonna take dreadwood probably. So Ooh, that sounds interesting. You've already qualified, yeah. right? So it's just it's just for lols. Yeah, I'm, I'm going for the lols. Yeah, I'm just gonna try and like um, scupper people and just have a laugh. Gonna take um, a Lariel on the dreadwood formation on turn one. Deploy Lariel six inches from the enemy. It'd be like unlucky guys. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we should talk about our some upcoming events, shouldn't we? Yeah. So, obviously, we're sponsored by um, Element Games. So, 
you obviously hear the advert every show, but hopefully you guys are still using the clicking through the website and buying your stuff from there. There's, they obviously have all the GW stuff at discount. You can get really cool paint range, ranges in there. You've got they've got their own element essentials. You've got all the new army paint and paints, a scale seventy five. Um, there's loads of cool stuff they sell. Um, they sell board games, dice masters, all that kind of stuff as well, and other stuff, X wing, whatever you want really. But what you can get as well from Element is an event ticket um, to rather exciting event, which is the eggs. I don't know why I like that so much, but it, it, it's um, eggs. The eggs. Love eggs. Age of Sigmar eggs is what you can buy. Now, these Age of Sigmar eggs... No, I'm not, I'm not even going to go down this route. So this is the Element Games Grand Slam Age of Sigmar Tournament. Five games over two days, 100 players, and it is on the 28th, 29th, and 30th of July, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, July. Um, Yeah. It's basically 2,000 points, General's Handbook, um, 40 quid. Um, I've seen that there's... Yeah, Subway, Subway lunch both days, a Domino's pizza in the evening... Um, access to casual gaming, their on-site bar. I mean, we run Facehammer GT there. The venue's really nice. Um, I've heard they've made some, a few more improvements since then. So get your ticket. Um, we would love you guys to be there. Um, you know, we're going. So yeah. looking forward to that one. So It's nice because there's usually a drought in the summer months of like good events, and it's quite nice to, you know, with it being July and stuff, you've got a little bit of time if you want to pay a different army and stuff, and you know, crack that out for the event. Yeah, I think um, for me that's probably when I'm going to have my my Stormcast army pretty much finished by then. I think that's probably a realistic target. Um, yeah. I, I mean, obviously May, June, July, that's a long time, but I, I, there's a lot of models I want to paint and a lot of different lists I want to try out. So uh, <clears throat> look, I'll be looking forward to that event. I think that's going to be good fun. So you can go to the Element Games website, you can click on event tickets and it's in there, it's the Eggs Age of Sigma. We'll put a link on our affiliate as well, so you can um you could just click through our show notes to go there. Um make it easy for you guys. Now, we've already announced this, haven't we? Facehammer. Facehammer GT. Yep. Two thousand seventeen. So Our tickets are going to go on sale very shortly. Um, I would probably say that, what's a good time? Probably the end of the month, 31st? Yeah, payday. 31st. 31st of March, hopefully. I've got to talk to Element, but they'll be purchable through the Element Games web store. It will be 100 players. It will follow pretty much what we did last year. Um, so we plan to have some cool trophies, do some coverage. Um, you know, it's just going to be, you know, a good, hopefully, an event that people want to go to. We had a lot of good reviews. If you want to see what it was like, you can go on the YouTube channel and you can check out some of the floor walks and the list text. Um, I've been speaking to our um, resident, well, I residents live live with us, but um, <clears throat> our cameraman, I should use that term probably, um, yeah. about doing some more content for the YouTube channel. So hopefully there'll be more stuff happening. I need to basically educate myself on how to do videos and 
control it myself. So uh, I'm planning to um, release some more content on the channel. Uh, we've talked about doing another video like the battle report we did. Um, I think we've just about got over that ordeal. So <laughs> yeah, yeah ready to subject ourselves to another one. Um, I don't know what format that would be. If anyone's got anything they really want to see um, and not not rude, <laughs> you can contact us and, and tell us. Uh, we would probably ignore you anyway, um, but we, <laughs> we'll do our own thing. But, um, yeah, we, I want to get some more videos out. And, um, you know, I think with the Warhammer community team doing a lot of stuff, it's it's been hard to be motivated to do video content because, obviously, they're smashing so much out. That it, you don't really want to do a piece of uh, a video and then it become irrelevant because GW have done it themselves and done it better. So I think that's kind of killed our motivation a little bit for it. Um, so we we haven't really been focused on it and we've been a bit burnt out to be honest. I think it's probably the probably quite yeah. quite a true assessment of where we've been with the hobby in general. No, definitely. I think it's uh, it's been a, a long year where we've done a lot of stuff. And I know it's the start of it already. Like, I mean, I suppose I class this year a long year bit as last year as well. But we've pumped out some armies and we've done a lot of events and stuff. So I think it's nice to have had a bit of a breather for his nade to sort of like start picking up momentum again, right? Uh, I'm I'm suddenly feeling the buzz again. It's, I'm, I've, I'm there. I after the weekend and and like it was quite funny when we were at the Cheltenham event and. It, and I was, I was just grinning. I was really enjoyed it. I don't know what it was. I had such good fun. And like even Matt was saying, you're so happy. I said, I know. I don't know why. I just, I just really enjoyed today. Um, had three great games, three great, great guys. Um, winning or losing doesn't really matter. Um, the, there was a lot of banter around the hat. I, I just had a great time. I enjoyed playing with the army. I found it engaging, challenging, um, powerful. And I just thought, yeah, I'm, I'm feel motivated to paint. I went home on the Sunday. I sat down. I did some basing on it. I did some more work on the army. Um, I'm not really smashing the painting, but I'm, I'm at least picking up a paintbrush, which is a good start to where I have been over the last few weeks. Um, so yeah, I'm, I am looking forward to Age of Sigma is going to get really exciting soon with all these new books coming out. I mean, the Cradron Overlords have been announced. I mean, they're so new, aren't they? So different. They are just massively not like anything else. Like Terry said earlier, they just don't fit, do they? I, I just don't see, like, they don't look like anything else. They, I don't know, it'd be interesting to see with them on the table. I mean, sure, it'll be different then. It'll be, you know, it's just the pictures so far. They just don't really do it for me. I mean, like, I think someone quoted on there saying... You don't need everyone to like your stuff. You just need a bunch of people to really love it, or something. Yeah, I think that's a great, a great quote. I don't know where that was from, but I know it you was someone it on Twitter yeah. mentioned it the other day. It's really, it's a really good one because, like, not that you don't need everyone to like everything because everyone won't like everything. No. But as long as you got a bunch of people that absolutely love it, then you know I, you'll see good armies. You know? I hate the fact the more I look at them, the more I like them. I love them. I just think I fell in love with them. The artwork was amazing. The, the aesthetics amazing, and not just that those models. It's like if they can release Sky Pirates, what the fucking hell's coming? The rest of it. Well, I can't wait to see what I've, they do with Death. <laughs> I think that's that's the exciting bit, isn't it? It's like I think what what for me what this says to me is that 
they're going to go outside the box. Yeah. You know, when you've been confined to like high fantasy, Tolkien esque stuff, or even like GW old school IP, Warhammer IP, and they just come in. Do you know what, guys? We're going to turn a bit off the wall. Um, I I don't know. I mean, I, I hope they're going to be massive. I'm sure there are going to be some diehard Overlord players. You know, yeah. Who doesn't want flying ships, man? Who doesn't want them? And those new funky flying stands that look curved and stuff like that. Yeah, they're really cool. Aren't they don't they join in the back of the model. Yeah, as you can see from the pictures. And you know, like even silly things like my my one of my oldest friends, a guy called Rob Nancy Will. Um, he is, hasn't played Warhammer for a long time, and he's always been into forty k, and he's loved squats over the years, and Dirty he kept me. <laughs> He, he, yeah, and, like, he texted me and went like, "He goes, so I'm playing Age of Sigma now, yeah." And I was like, "Why?" And he's like, "He sent the community thing through, and was just like, he goes, these are just amazing. It's everything that I would have wanted because he loves dwarves, and he always like, he's, yeah. even Nick still had like a squat army and stuff, and he's just like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get these and just play Age of Sigma. And he lives in Cardiff and stuff, so it'd be good. Hopefully, I can we can tempt him to come and play a couple of events, maybe do something in Cardiff. It'd be good." You met Rob, didn't you, Russ? Yeah, 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 I met him. Yeah, played yeah. Infinity. Didn't I was going to say, so the name sounds familiar, so... Yeah, you came over to your race and played Infinity. Yeah, yeah, that was a while ago yeah. now, but yeah. Um, but I, I think they're... Like, I wasn't sold on, like, the general infantry, but I think they're probably my favourite models out of the lot. Yeah. It's even, like, little things, like, you know, they've got, like, harpoon launchers and Gatling guns. And yeah. I know... That, and I really like the guy with the massive hammer... Yeah, it's like a guy with a massive hammer. I don't even know why. And he's he's got an anvil on his back. I, I just, it's just weird. I like the guy with the rifle that looks like he's got twelve barrels. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some guy with like some sort of like looks like some sort of like watering can. Yeah, I'm going with a watering can. It's like got like loads of holes in the front, and it's he's holding it like a watering can. Okay. It's probably some sort of flamethrower, but you know, <laughs> just <laughs> I don't know. Like they're they're really cool. Like the I I actually think the the guy with the the top hat is is amazing. Yeah, it's um, I just think they're really cool. And I know there's certain people have said like uh, that they don't like the the sort of like the the balls, like the floaty balloony bits, the brass balloons and stuff. But I think it's just cool. I think it's a different aesthetic. They look really funky they remind me a little bit of like i know they don't look like it but they remind me a little bit from a studio ghibli film called laputa um you know because they have like sky pirates and blimps and stuff and it reminds me of like a futuristic version of that and whilst it looks completely different to what you'd expect in a fantasy type world i think that they will fit within the age age of sigmar you know i think they're fitting the, the aesthetic and i think it'll be i think the more the that it changes to Stormcasts and Sylvaneth and, and, you know, Cardrin Overlords and Corn and stuff, the more that we move away from the, the sort of like the, the, the high fantasy stuff. And to me, I think it's exciting that we're having all of these changes and they can be experimental as opposed to, like you said earlier, being sort of restrained by, you know, the high fantasy or the old world. And, you know, it's just, it's, I just think it's a really good place for the hobby. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, we'll we'll do more on that. I and mean, I've been told by the community team that we should be getting a sample 
um, or a few samples of these guys. So once we got those, we'll do a full review. Um, speaking of future shows, I think we're going to do a review on the Stormcast and Zinch, maybe a dual one. Um, we're I'm obviously playing Stormcast, um, so we're going to get a lot of that content covered in the shows anyway. So maybe we won't bother. Um, there is something else I just wanted to touch on, and that was um, obviously it's Adepticon now, so or this week or the weekend, yeah. and there's going to be some really big announcements coming from the Games Workshop community team there if you're lucky enough to get into those seminars. But they've also put a little sneak peek of something called Warhammer Underworld's Shadespire. Yeah, have you seen this? It's on the community site. Yeah, so it's, it's all amazing artwork. Yeah, of the storm. All right, yeah. All we know is it's a new game. This is what it says on the site. This is a new game set in the mortal realms during Age of Sigma. It has been designed specifically for competitive organized play to support our growing community of gamers. For the moment, all we pretty much have in detail is the cryptic video above. Uh, you'll be hearing soon new miniatures as well seeing some of the new models so i'm really excited to know more about this um i i think if they're actually releasing a product specifically designed at competitive organized play i'm really excited to see what that's going to be yeah um we just don't know we just don't know what that is do we i mean there's there's so much speculation online and stuff about it but you know they've not failed us or let us down yet have they so let's you know it's just going to be i'm sure it'll be amazing yeah it's they don't i think that's why we always we always hold a lot of gw stuff up uh to the light and say this is good as it could be because they consistently knock it out of the park we just get surprised when they don't yeah, so like when we sometimes sound a bit critical, it's because we're so used to everything being really, really good that when something doesn't quite hit that mark, we we can be sound quite negative. But I think, uh, you know, I I think it's always best if people are always striving to do better. So I I really hope this is going to be something interesting, cool, and different, and I'm sure it will be. And I'm looking forward to seeing what this is going to mean for the community. You know, I mean. Uh, what what is it i mean is it going to be a game you can play in 40 minutes like x-wing style tournament game not the same but like that kind of format um if it is i mean you could have events where you play you know match play and then you have three rounds of this shade spire or you play uh you know you have you know shade spire events i don't know does it mean they're going to have you know, official rankings on the GW site. What does it mean? Where does it go? You know, you can speculate loads. Stop? You know what I mean? And it's not, I mean, we haven't seen anything. You know, even even with our privileged position. So, um, you know, we're just we're just excited. I think as most of the community out there is. So, um, yeah, I've, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of that. So uh, there you go. And one more thing, actually, I've just noticed is Thunder yeah. and Blood. Um which is a new uh, Age of Sigmar product. Uh, I don't know what it is. A box set of Age of Sigmar for getting started as a hobbyist as easy and simple as possible. Includes a selection of existing models, so it's probably just some Bloodbound and some some Liberators. Isn't it stuff. the coloured sprues? You get gold Ooh, sprues that have Stormcast yeah. on. 
no, red I... sprues that have Bloodbound on or something. Oh, I don't know. I've not seen that. Has that been leaked? I'm sure that's already? what I saw. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Where did I see that? Twitter? Yeah. Or was it on the community site? Probably. I'm sure I saw that. Probably from the... Um... Oh, no, it was um, Andy... Um... Smiley? So, oh, right, okay. He did a video with someone online. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, from um, and in the video. Or, 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 no, Las Vegas, sorry, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. And in the video, they did a box review of what was in it and showed the gold sprues and stuff. Because uh, they've done, they've done a, it was at the Gamma Trade Show in Las Vegas. So That's it. They did yeah. a little bit more in Underworld. So there's, um, there's some artwork shown of like a Stormcast guy and for the cover. Um, yeah. So I think it's it's going to be previewed at Adepticon. So I'm sure after the weekend we will know a lot more about Shadespire. There'll be a lot more information out there for you guys. But uh, we're excited. Um, let's just see. But if if you're interested in like what's going on, community website's really good. Um, you can get to that by going to the Games Workshop website and then just a little Warhammer community box tick on. Obviously, you've still got Warhammer Live. Um, so, uh, yeah. I'll just say it's a great place at the moment, isn't it? There's almost yeah. too much going on. Um, but that's is a that's, good thing. Yeah, I guess say, is that, is that a bad thing? No, of course not. <laughs> not really. Um, just a quick one before we, we sign off as well. Um, we've had a couple of messages come through uh, via Facebook, so if you want to you know, follow us and subscribe or whatever on Facebook, then please do. We will try and get back to you like and respond to the questions that you've asked, but none of us really check it. No, it's <laughs> not something we check very often, yeah, is it? It's, um, so like I did, I did just respond. Someone asked me like how I painted my Stormcast. So I've done like the the paint recipe for them, and we've had like um, a couple of people from sort of like Australia send us messages saying, you know, how much they've in, um, you know, enjoy the show and stuff. So like, thanks for you know supporting us and sending the messages. We will eventually get ready to responding, but you know, I think Terry's the only one who's like really sort of like active on Facebook, aren't you, Terry? Yeah, I'll I'll keep jumping on and having a look. But if they specifically ask you guys, I'll um I'll give you a prod yes. and tell you to to uh, respond. Yeah, I'm, I'm rubbish because I never really check it. So yeah, and actually, um, I've just as we were talking, I just thought I'd check our um, Facehammer mailbox, <clears throat> and uh, we've got an email from okay. a guy called Daniel. Um, I won't I won't do his full name. Basically, about our recent episode about Sheffield. Oh, cool. And he's saying that he's an ex-40k player, been playing Age of Sigmar since the handbook came out, and uh, he said some of the negativity around Sheffield is why he's not gone to an Age of Sigmar event. Um, okay. He said he loves the models, um, he has the models there, WYSIWYG, can't paint very well because he, he's, you know, he, he just he can't, he's got a physical condition. Um, so he said he doesn't want to get ridiculed as an ex-40k player who couldn't paint properly. Um and then he says he talks a little bit about Alex and how he's not a nice guy, and and that some of the fallout from him attending made him reinforce his opinion that maybe he wouldn't be welcome in the scene. Um, uh, and he basically just says he thinks that um, he just wanted to say thanks for us and our viewpoint um, on the last show of basically being trying to argue the other side of the argument, um, and so that the event should be different and ones where you need high hobby or low hobby you know everyone should be able to fit into this community and and you, you know and be able to join in and play their hobby and if their hobby is just gaming and they're not they can't paint or they're not interested in painting they shouldn't be you know kind of singled out for that um so i just wanted to say thanks for that email 
Um, and if you are one of these people, please just go to the event. Everyone is actually generally really, really, really welcoming. And even at Sheffield, it wasn't even that bad. Like I'm sure Alex didn't feel completely like unwelcomed. And if some people did make him feel like that, other people like made him feel welcome. So um, I would just say, if you are thinking about you like Age of Sigmar and you want to go to an event, please come to an event. Everyone's really cool. That's why we go to them. If the community wasn't any good, we wouldn't still be doing it. Like eight years down the line yep. or ten years down the line. So. Um, yeah, so hopefully, Daniel, you'll come to an event. Um, and he also says that Adam Daly's got his uh, goblins and he wants them back. So I don't okay. know if that's any relevance, but uh, <laughs> okay. uh, there you go. Um, yeah, so I just thought I'd read that out because I literally just saw that and I, I've just skim read it. I haven't read it in depth, but um, I would say if you are one of these people, please don't feel that you're not welcome. That's it, really. Cool. So... Anything else you want to say, guys, or are you going to wrap up now? Um, no, I don't think so. Right. I think we've talked about quite a lot of stuff, actually. I think we've, we've covered everything that we need to talk about and stuff, and just sort of like, yeah, it's just uh, hopefully we can get some more content out and, and be a bit more, well, not as prolific as we were back in the day, but I think that we we can definitely get some more shows out a little bit more regularly. And Yeah, I think know. we'll be a bit more active now. We, we kind of had our went through our phase i think facehammer burnt us out but um yeah you know we all get we all get periods in our life where we're, we're doing other things so um yeah next show we'll probably be talking about tomorrow burns wrap up we've got obviously south coast is rapidly approaching heat too there's new battle tomes to talk about um stuff we haven't covered um so yeah just keep keep your eye on our rss feed and are uh, on the iTunes, and uh, eventually there'll be some more content hitting your way. But thanks for listening, yeah. and uh, follow us on Twitter. Yeah, and all that stuff. It's all in the the outro. Oh, so yeah. I don't know why I was saying it. I'm just repeating myself, really. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Um, if you got any, you want to send us an email or anything on a comment on our show, then please let us know. Uh, we do read them occasionally <laughs> when I remember that I actually have an email account to look at. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, thanks guys. Uh, we'll catch you soon. See you. Bye. To make sure you don't miss out on any more Hammer to Your Face, subscribe to us on iTunes, add our RSS feed to your reader, and follow us on Twitter at facehammer underscore. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to give us some feedback, we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening.